Long ago, in the faraway land of ancient Greece, there was a golden age of powerful gods. Philip, a golden corral. I got gnarly feet. Extraordinary heroes. Juan legend. Do Juan and only. And the greatest and strongest of all these heroes was the mighty Louise Perez. But what is the measure of a true hero now? I ate a bunch of cheese and a bunch of stuff that usually hurts me. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and all in between, back by popular demand, you wanted it, and now you got it, Louise Boras, and Brown Excellence himself, Juan Legend, and international symbol of sex, Adriana Mami Rodriguez. Calimera, Calispera, e Kalinievka, Scaloriceres, esto, bro, taste this. For the first time in a long time, we are back together. Were those ABBA lyrics? No, that was good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Oh. Welcome to Brotasis. Was that Russian? That was Greek. Oh, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that was Greek. Wow. Why, why were you speaking in Greek today, Luis? Well, funny you mentioned that. Yuck. That's a good idea. That's how you transition there? Yuck. <laughs> Yuck. Get the fuck out of here. Was buddy. that uh-huh. Russian, he said? P- boys. You. Boys, we're back. We're back together. We have a guest here. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I am Luis Pablo. We got Phil in the room. Hey, hey. We have Juan Legend in the room. How are we doing, everyone? And, yeah, we're back. It's been... It's been a minute. Three weeks, probably. It, it feels long. really good to be back. Too long. Yeah. And before that, we were... Luis has been busy. We busy had, with, like, We had, like, guest after guest after guest after guest. So, it feels like even longer than three weeks, to be honest. Yeah, it's been... It's been a while since we've recorded in studio, uh, in the bro studio. Yeah. So... Feels good. Yeah, it feels good, huh? Uh, feels good to be back. Less stress. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit more of a routine this week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You guys were over last night. We were celebrating the the missus's birthday. Happy twenty fifth birthday. Thank you. So send your birthday wishes in the Instagrams and the TikToks and the Facebooks. Send them in English, Spanish, or Greek, even. Exactly. Um, yeah, you know, obviously, like Juan said, we were we were pretty busy. We did a lot of guests, and then I was away on holiday. And for those who aren't aware what we're talking about, go check out our uh, episode we did with Levi from Fibar. You know, cool hit place, yeah. an interesting man of character. And then uh, famous chef, uh, come on now, Abel, Abel Rosas. Come on, from like Geneva. Delicious, scrumptious. And then we had the mom themed episode, which we did film here, but we did have two guests. Ouchie mama. We had Phil's both woman woman crush here yesterday or uh one of them was here yesterday what well, well, one one of them yes yes and then uh yeah and then you guys recorded two on your own so thank you for holding it down mm-hmm. does she ever like Listen talk about it? that him being so open about that it's open with what, with she, what? is she aware of that she's aware yeah she's <laughs> aware she's aware yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, of the overflowing sexual chemistry she feels 
She mm-hmm. feels it. It's a mutual feeling yeah. for her. Hey, I feel it too. It, it's yeah. every day for me, honestly. I go to the gas station. I'm not going to repeat myself, but it's everyday thing for me. Hey, we get it. We don't get enough of it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I use a lot of things, but sexual chemistry is one of the things I use as well. Yeah. No, I can, <laughs> I can feel it from across the room here now. Uh, <laughs> so today we're going to talk about the quick uh, what's on your plate, which is our what we're calling our weekly news. See, that's the thing I was going to tell you about, Luis. Are we going to call that that? We're going to call it What's on Your Plate. That's cheesy as fuck. What's on your plate? Exactly. I thought What's on Your Plate was like food. Yeah, that's cheesy as fuck. Food, news, whatever it is. Food for thought, man. We'll workshop it. Yeah, food for yeah, thought. Yeah, that's, that's, that's an w- open <laughs> workshop <laughs> That's right an now. open discussion. Yeah, now. it's an open <laughs> discussion. Yeah. Fair enough. And then we're going to talk about uh, the trip that Adriana and I took to uh, Greece. We were there for... Uh, eight, eight, nine days. That's beautiful. And uh, tell you about our experiences, the food, the wine, everything. Uh, so before we get too further, I uh, prepared a little something. You've been playing so hard. And now you're ready to eat. We love Oh my god. Welcome uh, to our new segment, What's on Your Plate? Dude, we're about to get trademarked (laughs) by the Zoodles or whatever the fuck that just was. We love lunchtime because it's a fun time. I I love that. What's (laughs) on your plate? Who is that? Uh, I don't know. I did a lot of fucking deep dive in YouTube to try to find that. (laughs) Whatever it is, bro taste this. Yeah, it's bro taste this content now. That's hilarious. Honestly, for a split second, I thought you were going to play me some like greek like yeah the, honestly the i thought that's where greek that was going like some no, no, greek no. pop music that was way too bubbly and lively for me that's where i thought that was going. no not at all it's uh, a very satisfying twist i tell you that. <laughs> i'm glad it was uh this week we listened to the bad bunny album the kendrick lamar album and then that's i mean that's really it. that was it yeah mm-hmm. yeah two, uh, honestly like two good choices in my opinion yeah like they're really popping off right now everybody's talking about it Let's talk about the Kendrick Lamar album first. Juan, do you want to take it away? I take mean, it away, take it away, take it away now. Let's see. Specifically for me, I kind of thought that... Um, I thought it was a good listen. I thought it was like kind of like poetic, a little bit of um, his own, like I want to say, like a therapy session. Um, there was a lot of like really serious themes in the album. But he also like did a good job of hiding it behind just like regular ass sick fucking beats, you know, that like makes you like bop your head and makes you really like not pay like that much close attention to the lyrics. It just kind of makes you like sing along the hooks and shit like that. Um, But which is, you know, like um, a beautiful combination. You have serious lyrics, um, awesome, catchy hooks and and like I said, um, a chorus. Uh, but overall, I thought it was a really serious album. Um, I know me and Phil um, had a chance to Phil talk. And I, Phil and I. That's that's right, Phil. Thank you. Thank Phil you. And I. I'm sorry, bud. I only took regular English, not AP English like you. I'm sorry about that. Thank you. Thank you for correcting me, though. You always got my back. Mm-hmm. Um, what I was going to say was Phil and I had a, 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 a just like a chance to Actually, talk about this. Actually, in this sentence, it'd be Phil and me because you're using me as a noun. Go on. Carry on. Thank you, Phil. <laughs> thank you for that. Mm-hmm. So is it Phil and me? Is is it how I, I start the sentence? I think it's just better to say we. Phil yeah, and we me. had a chance to talk <laughs> about it for a short amount of time earlier today. And um, we t- 
talked about the song Mr. Morale and like how serious like the themes in that song were. Well, you mean the first song is Untitled Grief. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. come on, no? Yeah, exactly. Like it, it like it's in like my opinion, there's, there's really only like two or three like poppy songs on that album. It's like a very, it, it's like a very serious hip hop, uh, R, R and B ish, but mostly hip hop and rap album. Well, it's got the beats to it, but lyrically yeah. speaking, it's like a poem. Like he's yeah. like, you know to me it sounds like like if common had uh better production you know like yeah. so yeah it it just sounds very poetic out of 10 bros how many bros are you giving it I, I for what it was like um i had a a pretty fucking great time with it like 8.5 wow yeah okay fill your good. assessment i mean i can give it an honest assessment because i only listened to uh, i thought the album we're gonna listen to was uh the weekend uh don fm i'm still working on that you're still you're so you're still working on that dude you gotta put some gasoline on it man <laughs> come on man but um no no from from what from what i've heard about it, it's actually pretty good uh auntie's diary or auntie's yeah. a bad man like auntie's diaries well i mean some of the themes of that of that album is like damn because most of the you know you you got live fast die hard flashy up in your face beats you know mm. Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. That's old now, I guess, but you know. Yeah, uh, you're you're way off <laughs> at the moment. My name is Kodiak Black. When people see me, I'm white. <laughs> that's, that, that's newish, right? Kodiak Black. Not a song. But no, damn Co- it. That's Kodiak Black getting interviewed by Caleb Presley. I am way out of the sight. Yeah, you are. But uh, I, I liked it. Okay, did you listen to any songs? Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely Mr. Morrell. Wait, when he was like, yeah, man, Robert Kelly got molested, man. Think about that. I was like. Fuck! I never thought about that. <laughs> so, out of out of your one song, what do you assess the album? Out of ten, bros. I think he got molested. Wait, <laughs> are you talking about like the rating wise, or what do you give the album out of ten, oh, bros? I give it seven. I saw it seven. seven. Okay. Situation. Yeah. Zero. <laughs> Situ- <laughs> Situation is a negative two. A <laughs> uh, Rod, did you listen to it at all? No, I'm not a big rap um, listener. Okay, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> fair enough. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I listened to the album once all the way through on uh, a quick playthrough um, over the week, and then I went back and listened to the beginning of it again and kind of clicked on a few songs. Uh, Father Time, I believe, is the name of the song. I quickly opened it up just to that, see it. The, yeah, that so was a good one. That was probably my, my favorite song just because I love Sanfa and everything that Sanfa's on is amazing. But I thought Die Hard was actually really good. That was a cool song. I yeah. like. Uh, I think it's like I want to fix my life before I die. I think that's like the chorus of it. I thought that just really resonated, and it just shows how much Kendrick Lamar has progressed as an artist and as a human. It's been like five years since Humble came out. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. took a five year break. Yeah, and you know, each album has gotten better and better. And Kendrick Lamar, every time he puts out music, it's. It really puts everybody's eyes on it, just because you know the quality of lyricism, of production, and. No, I, I think this was another great album, and it's his fifth studio album, and honestly, I think it's one of his best. Mm-hmm. And like, it's like mostly him, because like with Humble, he had a lot of big features, big mm-hmm. tracks, and like, I mean, it's like a twenty album, twenty song album, 20 right? So, I mean, don't get me wrong, he still has a lot of. Um, as you scroll through, he had Baby Kimon, Kodak Black, Summer Walker, Taylor Page, Sanfa, like I mentioned. Um, Blast, Amanda Re- Re- uh, Reefer. So he did have a lot of, you know, still, but... Mm-hmm. But they were used, like, on the periphery. They weren't, like, they huge parts the of the album. Yeah. 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 One of the... I was going to say, a few songs that I really, like, enjoyed was Rich Spirit. I don't I don't know if you guys remember that one. 
um that fucking hook was just like stupid like just smooth and i just feel like it it did a great job of like capturing like the total like vibe of what this album was um but yeah i i just wanted to like highlight that one particular song if anybody is gonna uh give i i think that would probably be the most poppy style um song to it so i think it's like a good intro or like way to dip your toe in into that pool you know mm-hmm. no definitely uh i'll give it i think seven out of ten i, I probably need to listen to it more than once and actually pay attention to every song and know what song it is because i just need some more time to digest it otherwise other than that a rod do, do you want to tell us about the bad bunny album speaking to what's the, the album because we can't hear anything. what's it called Un verano sin ti. I thought it was a good album. Un verano, like summer. Did yeah. you love it? Um, it's good. <laughs> it's not like my favorite album, but it's a good album. Yeah. 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 Out of ten, bros. Seven. Seven, bros. Yeah. Fair enough. Phil, did you get a chance to listen to Un verano sin ti? Uh, yeah. You know what? I actually liked how it started off with the first song being um, Moscow uh, Mule. Moscow Mule, and like the Caribbean, like feeling to it beachy yeah i mean feel. i don't want to call it beach rock because beach rock is more like you know playing hockey sack mm-hmm. and like you know drinking rum this is more of like that bossa nova but like not Boston. you know bossa nova is more of that traditional like boom 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 like elevator music you know kind of a thing but this felt more of a like a beachy bossa nova Roomba inspired kind of thing yeah right what, Roomba? In the second song, Después de la Playa, doesn't he yell like Roomba? In Mambo? The br- Mambo. I, it's n- very Mambo influence, yeah. like salsa. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You you can tell a lot of those, yeah. like Caribbean. He He's painting with a lot of different, like, Caribbean colors, you know? Yeah, there was definitely more cross-genre in this album compared to his, uh, his previous works. In the last work, when he was on top of the truck, what was the name of that album? Um, El Ultimo. It doesn't really pick up what she says. Only. The name of the last album. I am not. Uh, El último. No, that's a tour name. I'll I tell you right now. I gotta pull up. I gotta pull up. It's uh, really hard to say. El último. El último tour del mundo. Oh. And also after that, Y H L Q M L D G. Was that? Yo hago lo que me da la gana. I thought that was before. I think that one came well, out they, before. they came out the same year, so it's was hard before. to tell. Yeah, so Yo Hago Lo Que Me Da La Gana came out before. El Ultimo Tour del Mundo came out after. And that was more like a sad uh, music album. But either way. Do you know wh- why which, he did that, though? Which one was the sad one? El okay. Ultimo Tour. Okay. Do you guys know why he did it in that order, though? No. Because we were in quarantine, and people were complaining uh, that they couldn't go out and dance to the makes sense, the first actually. album. So yeah. he's like, all right, I'll make a sad album then. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like yeah, that. I really liked it. You know, it's it's classic Bad Bunny. There, there's a reason why he's the number one streamed artist in the world, and it's because he just makes music that are fun listening to. He's not known in Greece. Oh yeah, people in Greece did not know him. We asked uh, him. Really? Yeah, we asked him to be played. At, we were at a small ass bar in a small ass island, and they're like, we don't know who that is. God. Yeah. So we're I like, want to move to Greece <laughs> right now. <laughs> Right now, this guy hates Bad Bunny, <laughs> but it's because Bad Bunny mm. puts out hit after hit. Like his, yeah. it's not an, it's almost like not an album. It's just like Puerto Rican Drake, baby. Yeah, it literally like it's not gonna make you think about your family like the Kendrick Lamar album. Is. Yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Th- that's the one thing I do. It's not gonna say. make you think about your your uh, PTSD. It exactly. is more relatable than the Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar is way more, more fun. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, they're they're trying to be different things. Like mm-hmm. Bad Bunny's trying to be like the fe- the fun party guy, the life of the party. Exactly, and make money and uh, 
Yeah, any any songs to note because for me, uh, party is obviously like a banger, and then uh, ojos ojitos bon ojitos, ojitos lindos, lindos really stuck out with me. I really like both of those songs a lot. I'm gonna have to check that one out. I didn't get a chance to listen to that one. Uh, a few of the ones that I really enjoyed was um, like some of the more fun ones, like the, probably the more poppy ones that are uh, gonna be played during the summer. Uh, me porto bonito, Titi me pregunto. Uh, Yo no soy celoso. I really enjoyed all those. Yeah, they were just like fun songs. Um, specifically, Yo no soy celoso makes me like want to drink like, I don't know, a mojito or some shit like that, you know, like. Or a Moscow Mule. Yeah, because yeah. the first I, song I, I, didn't, the I didn't love that song as much as the other ones, but I get what you're saying. I get yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, overall, good album. It, Great album. I think it's probably going to be like one of the most played albums of the summer. Oh, if easily, I had to predict. Easily. I mean, the timing of it, yeah. you know, the fact that it's dropping at this time and so many songs on there, just like just fun party songs that you want to get down to. I bet we're going to go to bars and be listening to a lot of Bad Bunny in the near future. And if you're home, like getting drunk with your friends, put one of the music videos on. It's like 360 camera oh, yeah. interaction. So you're like, mm. whoa, I'm with Bad Bunny. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh yeah so why do you love bad bunny so much oh like so. i love music that like when you play it and like you gotta like really listen to what he's saying because like it's just constantly sounds like he has peanut butter in his mouth i love that kind of music do you yeah is that right mm -hmm. all right that concludes our <laughs> Wait, we, we gotta give the rating to uh, i did oh what did you not i did not yeah we did not oh you guys did no. not. oh go ahead phil did you have any songs of note phil before we um, move into ratings not really no it's just right. that very <laughs> billy bossa nova feel to it you okay know? well you know out okay. of the songs you did listen to what would you give it I'd give it a 420 4.2 4.2 4.2 out of 10 mm. <laughs> <laughs> what i really liked it i would give it like a nine be honest wow god damn that's higher than me yeah i would give it a nine fair enough i like for what it is it's like it's it's nothing serious you know it's like f having fun music like you said mm -hmm. so for that it's stupid fun yeah like fuck yeah if if you're gonna clean you gotta do something like fast paced put that shit on if you gotta mop the floor with that purple fabuloso exactly you know exactly what I'm that lavender <laughs> fabuloso <laughs> that shit's gonna smell until tomorrow <laughs> Hey, it's the best smelling stuff, though. Yeah, that's true. I'll it's so good that, that they had to like put like warning signs not to drink it because there was kids drinking it in what in Texas. <laughs> Fabuloso. It looks good. I wouldn't drink. It looks it. like Gatorade, to be honest. I wouldn't drink. Yeah, it. yeah that was the, one of the big <laughs> things about it. It's like it looks like Powerade or like mm -hmm. a, a sports electrolyte drink. Yeah. Fabuloso. They gotta make their own sparkling water. And we're back, gentlemen. Adrian and I just went to Greece. You are going to ask us questions. What? <laughs> but before that gets started, we would love to tell you a little bit of our trip ahead of time so that you're a little bit more prepared for what you're about to hear. So, Adriana, take it away. What do you want me to say? So, we went from <laughs> Chicago. We started there. It was about a two-hour drive from our apartment to Chicago. Wait, I want to paint. I want this picture painted in my head. Yeah, what did you eat that morning? What were you wearing? We didn't eat anything. I was wearing a extra large, oversized hoodie and black slim dress pants with my Nike blazers. Was it a comfortable plane ride? It well, you'll get to that, <laughs> but mm. uh, yeah. I would definitely want to say ahead of time that traveling for those who are maybe listening to this and thinking like. 
I would love to go to Europe. I've only maybe taken a plane in America. That's two to three hours. And I want to see the world. I want to stay. Traveling is a fucking hassle. Like, Mm -hmm. you should... I was not ready for that. I've only ever traveled to Florida and done, like, overnight stays in Chicago and Madison, like, local cities. And my longest flight was when I was younger at eight years old. And it was, like, again, four hours to Mexico, which when you're young, you don't really remember. And then as an adult, it was four hours to to Florida. Um, traveling is a fucking hassle. It is not easy. I think Luis struggled more than the average person. No, I mean, traveling across seas is a bitch. I mean, because first is. off, you, no, you, you got to get there two hours early. And, like, if you're going out, you're flying out over here, it's a hassle because nobody driving knows how to drive. Right. You know, nobody knows any rules. Then you get to the TSA. TSA, keep it moving. Keep it moving. Put it in the bag. Dude, TSA is, like, totally different. It has, like, very different character across different cities. Put like, TSA in, in Chicago and Miami are fucking assholes. Like, mm-hmm. I hate them. Like, I, stri- I, I straight up, like, do not like the TSA workers at most Chicago, like, most of the Chicago airport or Miami. Like, Our experience wasn't that bad. It was just really long lines. Mm. Yeah, especially when we came back from like when we went through the customs line. Yeah, like, when we came back, like the line was moving, but you're just like, damn! Like by the time we landed, when we arrived, it was an hour and a half through customs in order to get to our damn. just to our luggage. So w- was that just normally, or just because of COVID? No, I think it was normally. They had there was a lot of international travelers Whoa. like that day. Like clearly. And I think, you know, to Juan's point, he said, like, the TSA people from Chicago and Miami are assholes. It's probably because Chicago deals with some of the most reception uh, mm-hmm. out of the country because they're in the center of the country. So they probably get a lot of people who are connecting. So they probably see a lot more people. And the way that they have to do their job is, well, we got to be assholes in order to keep the lines moving and order to make sure people are in check. Because if you're a softie, it's like, it, you know, people are going to take advantage, they're, you know, and they're going to fuck around. So. Yeah. Specifically, I remember asking somebody a question, one of the TSA agents, and he kept cutting us off before we could even ask him the question. So that's like the kind of asshole. I mean, all you got to do is put yourself in the bag and get moving. That's like, that's just. There was no line. There was no line. It was like four in the morning. Sounds like a very unique experience, but. uh, I don't think so. I think (laughs) Chicago O'Hare is kind of like a shittier airport. The fact that. As far as like the experiences that run through there. The fact that you had no line. And I mean, that sounds like it was. Obviously shitty, but you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we had uh, between the home. I did the math. So between the home and the airport drives, it was three hours. We spent a total of six hours at an airport. We spent like pre getting on your flight. No, 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 no. Like total. Okay. We spent twenty-one hours flying. We spent four hours in a bus. We spent twelve hours in a ferry. So that is twelve hours in a ferry. Yeah, I would combined. Oh, yeah. I get motion sickness. What was that? How many hours was that? Did you tally up? Um, let's see, twenty-one. Too many. Uh, point is, uh, so a lot of time traveling, a lot of time traveling. Um, but I will honestly say it was worth it. Yeah, like every second that we spent on the airplane or bus or anything it was it was worth it would you say it would be like a day's worth of travel or two days worth that sounds of travel? like three days worth of travel jesus christ it was like two days worth like two full days worth of traveling yeah but you're also you got to remember we're going from the middle of the country and here in chicago to 
the middle of the European state, you know, yeah. right between Russia and uh, Spain. So almost the middle of the world, honestly. Yeah, literally yeah. from one middle of the world to the other middle of the world. Essentially, yeah. a, a big, well-populated island. Yeah, and uh, you know, I don't know if if Adrian agrees or not, but uh, going over there makes you really realize how lucky you are and how much we take for granted in terms of food, housing, even water. Like, you know, when we're on these small islands, they had salt water surrounding them. And, you know, in America, specifically here in Wisconsin, Chicago, Michigan, we're surrounded by the biggest fresh lake combination of water in the world. I mean, yeah. the Great Lakes are completely yeah. drinkable and they can be easily purified. And when you're over there, like you're being charged for a liter bottle of water, which here, if you go to any restaurant in America and we've been you know, fortunate enough to travel a little bit in America, like no matter where you are, you can get tap water pretty much almost for free. Unless yeah. you live in Flint, Michigan, forget about it. You're better <laughs> off going to Greece and drinking the salt water there because well, that's for that very know. small, unfortunate exception. Yes. <laughs> but for the rest of the country, you know, you're pretty fortunate. And also how you don't really think about how have a lot of shit when in reality you do. Like having access to phones, having like two bedroom apartments, you know, like it really puts all that into perspective. What was like the living conditions of the locals like there? They live very poorly. Like they're all very poor. Like traditional, like family based, like everyone, like, yeah, like uncles are living with each other, grandmas. Is there a lot of people living together, sort of stuff? gave us kind of the the statistic to, um, what's living like in santorini if you mm. had a guess how much do you think a doctor makes in santorini in santorini if you had a guess in a, in a month yeah i don't know because i like just it, it's yeah, you're, you're uh, not wrong just I don't guess. Know, so, I mean, better be enough to afford a block of feta cheese because i mean what else can you what else do you so need? how much do you think that is probably with the recession 800 greek dollars a doctor makes 1400 dollars a month okay. what a month and housing there is around a thousand a month. That's so it. That's a lot, dude. That's like New yeah. York. Yeah, but you're not making much. Yeah, you're there. not making oh, yeah, much. True, true. A doctor is like the highest. Yeah. One of the highest positions, and they're not even. They're ma- they're barely making it through. So. Has he heard of YouTube? <laughs> Patreon. Yeah. So it it really <laughs> once you learn. For example, ninety percent of the population of the entirety of Greece live in Athens. And 80% yeah. of the country work in tourism now. They don't have a lot of exports. They, you know, as the, I mean, people are pretty savvy and know that the, the country was failing a couple of years ago, not even that long. And they've been slowly trying to work back up. And tourism obviously helps. But the problem with tourism is that a lot of the money goes to 1% of the population. Yeah. Right. Because they, they own 1% of the land, which is where all the tourists want to go. And, uh, and a funny story that we actually found in Santorini when we were, you know, being guided by our awesome tour guide, Giannis, was... Uh, Your tour guide was named Giannis? Yeah. Are you saying like Hell the MVP from Milwaukee? That or? is correct, which is how he introduced himself. Because mm-hmm. we had a tour guide of the entire trip, and then we had two guides that, uh, one in Athens and one in Santorini. And the way he introduced himself was, my name is Giannis, like the basketball player from the Bucks. And Adriana and I started cheering right away because, you know, we're... we're oh, yeah. <laughs> Bucks fans, and then she's, he's like, oh, you know, fans here, well, you know, 
So where from Wisconsin? <laughs> Wisconsin. <laughs> so yeah, he told us about you know the the land and how early on in the 50s and 60s when you know people were living in Santorini, which is a very popular tourist island, that the families acquired land and that they gave the farming land, which was lower to the hills, to their sons who would cultivate land, make money, you know, grow tomatoes. And that's how they would make. I know money. olives are a big like agricultural thing or they used to be. I don't know. If they still are. I'm sure there was, there was yeah. a lot of olives there. Um, and then they would give the cliffside and, you know, the very highest land that's uncultivated to the females. Right. So mm. their their daughters. No money. That's like that was their They just didn't make money that way. They're just giving them property. And that's kind of it. They gave the guys the money makers. And girls can figure it out. This is in the 50s and 60s. And now you fast forward. And the way that he said it is you fast forward 50, 60 years. And the men who acquire the farming land are probably still farmers. Whereas the daughters are sipping martinis because they now own hotels and rent you know, their houses and restaurants. And so it's like, it really has changed a lot. That's, that's like fucking fascinating. It makes me like want to look into that's whatever really happened when they spread out that land. I loved, I loved hearing that. It's like, hell yeah. 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 Did you guys hear um, any, you know, like Greece is stupid rich and it's like ancient history. Um, did you guys get exposed to a lot of that, a little of it? Like temples, like with the big, beautiful white marble columns, or anything like that. To to an extent. Should we start saying like where we were even at? Yeah, let's. Yeah. So, timeline wise, we arrived in Athens on a Saturday afternoon. So at noon. Saturday morning. Ooh. Like Saturday morning. So we arrived in Athens. But yeah, like in the morning, we but we spent a lot of time in the hotel. <laughs> That's afternoon. the capital of Greece, right? No, but midday morning. <laughs> once I tell you afternoon, you'll you'll know why. So oh, we, okay, I get what so you. I remember. I know what, yeah. We arrived in the ho- at the airport at eight in the morning, but we had to wait for the rest of our group who were coming from different parts of the country. So we were at the airport from like, yeah, for for quite a while, and then it was like an hour bus drive, all the way into the city of Athens. And so we didn't get into our hotel room, even though we landed in Athens at 8 till about 2 p.m. Just an FYI, buddy, I know you said that this is like one of your first international trips. It is pretty common to have like the airports an hour outside of the, the city you're going to. So if, if you do a bit of travel, that is something to expect once in a while. No, I do understand that. I just didn't like the fact that we had to wait so long for the rest of our group. It was that was kind of like the annoyance. Oh yeah, you went with a big group essentially. Yes, demographically yeah. speaking, where were they mostly from? Like you know, they were from different parts of the country, like all different parts, like Florida. There were some people from D.C. Uh, we actually one of the people on our trip were one of the brave heroes who took back democracy on January sixth. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> she, was, she was not. She told us that she was working at a COVID lab in front of the uh, White House. So. No, Damn. She, Luis is like, oh, she so was were almost in. a fucking victim, if anything. Yeah, <laughs> yes, and Luis was a like victim. harassing her. It's like, so what was it like, like, dude? That's great, yo. Like that's. I was like, sounds oh, so like she was a bystander hero. She was a bystander hero, and I was asking her, I'm like, oh, so you're one of the brave heroes? And she was <laughs> like, no, none of that. She's like, we literally had to sign slips so that the cops could let us through to go home. So they had a, they ended up spending like an hour and a like half. Like NDAs or something. Yeah, literally, like so because they were like Adriana said, she worked at a COVID lab. She had to, everybody there who worked there had to sign like 
uh, permission slip and like signed by the workforce. And like they pretty much taped it to their chest so that the cops would let him through so that they didn't think they were part of the rioters. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were like, no, 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 we have, we're, we're yeah. supposed to be out past curfew. Like it's fine. Almost like we a press pass. Yeah, almost yeah. like a, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, in America, that doesn't, that doesn't mean shit. If you got a no, press, press pass, pass they'll shoot than you up. Whatever the hell they had. Yeah. They'll hit you with rubber bullets. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, people from all over the, there was some girl that actually flew out of um, Chihuahua. Yeah, there was two Mexicans, one who flew from Chihuahua to Denver, and then from Denver she met her friend, and then they flew in together. So we had people from all over. Like, we had people who we met who are from Wisconsin, who now live in Kentucky, um, who were super nice. Um, somebody from Dallas. Uh, that's New York. New York. Who would you say you North and South Carolina talk to the most out of all those people? Any of them? Did you find yourself like befriending any of them or not really? I think the two girls from the Carolinas. Yeah. I think that they they were the ones and the people that were from Wisconsin and then live in Kentucky now. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shout out. Do you remember anyone's names? <laughs> uh, shout out uh, Heather, Jennifer, Michael, um, Stephen, um, Jaden was on our flight back. Um, and that's all I know. And Mark was our tour guide. Oh, Mark! Mark's a shit. Mark, shout out Mark. Sh- n- well, <laughs> shout out Mark. <laughs> I wouldn't. I, w- I wouldn't go too quickly. Uh, so we spent one night in Athens, and then we spent three nights in Eos, which is a smaller island that's very popular. And then we spent two nights in Santorini, and then we spent one night in Athens and came back. So we spent very, very little time in Athens. Maybe a total of like six to eight hours on, on awake at Athens. Did you wish you had more time to spend there? Yes, because we weren't able, like you asked if we saw some of the, the rich history stuff. No, which well, is my distance. We did, uh, okay. Like a, from a distance we did, but like due to like poor planning of our director yeah, time and restraints. like yeah. the weather, we couldn't get there on time. Okay. So. That, that was my biggest regret, not being able to see, like, the awesome monitor. We drove past them the very last day. Like, we literally, like, drove past them, and we had a guide on the bus saying, like, this is this, and this is that, and this is this, and this and that. But we didn't – we weren't able to, like, stop yeah. and just, like, admire it for Absorb a second. Absorb it, yeah. I mean, we were – we were down at the plaza, which is right down from it. So we got to see it still pretty. I would just, even mm-hmm. though we weren't inside of it, I think we still got a pretty good A good view, a little it. bit I of a distance, but a good we view. We did. I think we so, should give it some credit. So in those eight hours that you guys were in Athens, how hot were the boys there? I, yeah, I, I imagine Phil, all the Adonis. That, that was honestly one of Phil's, like, He's been itching to ask how hot and beautiful. Like, are they all right. just walking around in togas and like hairy no. chests? Walking around like no. Tarzan. No, no, I just say like tall, scrawny. Tall, guys scrawny? With tall. tattoos. Tattoos. Okay. Crooked teeth. Tall, scrawny, hipster crooked looking. Crooked teeth? Dudes. Yeah, hipsters. Like, that's, that's what I A lot of crooked say. teeth. Uh-huh. Yeah. Interesting. Like, there was this. I mean, that's kind of fucked up. To s- no, I'm not going to say it. Say it, girl. What? No. Say it. We'll cut it out. She's going to find it? What the fuck? <laughs> Maybe. He or she? It was the girl that was. Like, there was this girl that was our server that was very nice, and she was very pretty, but as soon as she took her mask off, like, her teeth were all, like, oh, they were all crooked. A butterface. What the hell? Not a butterface, but, I you, know. Know, you know, dental. Yeah. De- or oral health could, could you know, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely be an uptick. Uh, but I feel like that was a lot of people, though, not just yeah. her. It was just... Every, they weren't Greek Adonis's walking around? No. If, yeah, mm-hmm. we can we can start the interview. Uh if that's your first question, which is one of the ones you've written here, <laughs> um, one thing that I definitely did note was um, everybody was tatted. Everybody had tattoos. 
Even like you would think somebody was like 17, 16, and they had tattoos. Did you talk to any Greek people that like filled you in on that at all? That like maybe they told you, oh, we're like a huge punk rock like scene right now or something like no, that. No, a lot of people did have tattoos, but I did not see one tattoo shop open. Huh. Interesting. At all while yeah. we were there. Yeah. Did we, you see tattoo shops that weren't open? Yeah, or? we did because we wanted to get a tattoo, okay. so that didn't end up happening. Yeah, there was a. T- we traveled with a total of forty-two people. We were two of forty-two. And as soon as we like landed, everybody was so infatuated and loved with the, you know, land that we were on. And you see people tattooed, and so immediately you're like, "Oh, we want to get tattoos." So literally, all 42 people were like, "Tattoos." Where can we look them up? Tattoos, tattoos, and everybody couldn't find a tattoo shop that was open. Dang, dang, that's they could have made fest over dollars. All that money (laughs) right there. (sighs) All these Americans on their land. Damn, dude, that's a fucking tip to any hustling tattoo artist in America right now. I mean, trying to get were the tattoos like some kind of homage bit. to like the Greek gods or something? Like, I wanted a squid. You wanted a squid? Yeah, that's I pretty cool, actually. I ate a lot of squid, so I, I'm like, I, I want to get, but I wanted specifically like the Mario Kart squid. Oh, <laughs> like the white one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like That's the look. What I wanted. He made fun of me. I, I like, like the look of it. It's. Look. I like the the general look of it, but I think you're wrong, and you should get a tentacruel. If I'm tentacruel. being honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's let's start off with one of the questions. Um, one of the things that I wanted to ask about was. Oh, uh, how big was the statue of David's penis? No, that was your question, Phil. Oh, I. We can answer that too. Uh, that statue is in Italy. Oh, and the statues we did drive by, uh, the dicks were pretty proportionate to the body. Okay, okay. I did get to see the statue though when I did get when I did go. The statue of David's penis. I did. She, she's, yeah, Adrian. This is Adriana's second trip over overseas. So. Oh, oh when you went to Italy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And would you say the the penis was pretty pretty adequate? Was smaller? Proportionate. Was it, was it pretty rememberable? M- pretty micro. Yeah, that's the thing about these guys is that they didn't draw these statues with huge dingus. You know, they, they had to save on material somewhere. You know, it's butter true. face more like butter stick. <laughs> butter stick. <laughs> butter stick. <laughs> butter stick. <laughs> oh. Oh good. All right. One of the questions I wanted to ask about was about siestas. I read that that's a thing over there. Is that true? That's a European thing, yeah. Yeah? Uh, it's very late night life. Like, um, one day we went to the plaza. One of, an EOS went to the plaza um, around 5 p.m. and everything was closed because we didn't realize what time it was. Is that when they take their siesta at 5? Or what do you mean? What we noticed is that most places open at 7. Okay. And so we were kind of still getting used to the um, like 24-hour time format. And like you would think, like oh, obviously, but the time that we left the hotel to go to the plaza was seventeen. And so in my head, I wasn't even. I was like, oh, it's seventeen. Things. Are I'm gonna, gonna be happen. honest. I'm I'm like really stupid. They run on a twenty four hour format. Most yeah. places across seas do. Yeah. So it, it's really easy to you just really add twelve. Just, you just add twelve. I was struggling hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So yeah, you're, so you're quickly doing the math, and you're like, "All right, 17." And in my head, I was like, seven should be opening soon." So you know, we're gonna get there at five. And like Adriana said, we went to the town, and everything was closed. Dang. Like, bro, everything was closed. Damn. So we're we're like walking around, getting lost within these like small narrow corridors, and these small streets. I ended up getting 
gelato and just like killing time, like drinking coffee. Then as soon as seven came around, we, you, you know, finally restaurants open and then you're like, all right, but bars don't open until 10. No bars open. Or nightclubs. Nightclubs open at midnight. Bars open at bars open at 10 nightclubs midnight. And then, yeah, I mean, the siesta idea is pretty, pretty legitimate. Like, yeah. You can see people having a very, because as we were walking around, there was just people outside the restaurant, like cleaning their clothes and just like hanging out. So obviously these people are the same people that live there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're just, you know, doing their regular shit beforehand. Mm-hmm. And then they open at seven, close around 10, 11. Um, what time did you feel that people did take their siestas if when they did do it? Probably from two to five. Okay. And then they start, yeah. But it's, like Adriana said, I mean, it's pretty common. Pretty lax over there. Nice. And uh, speaking of lax, like, uh, dinner service is very slow. Really? Like. Two, uh, two hours. To get your dinner? Like, your dinner experience is around two to okay. two hours plus. So it's almost like double what? Why? Dude, no rush, bro. Where are you going? You're on a fucking island. What's the rush? I have heard that like a lot of European, like French uh, dinner culture is also like that. They'll like have dinner for four hours. Like you, you already slept all yeah. day. There's not much shit to do. I, like, I, I got a revolutionary idea for the economy. What if they worked more hours? I don't think they give a fuck. They don't know. No, I don't think. I don't think they live longer than we do. Yeah. It's yeah. They, they have that community. They have like feeling. an extra 20 years, I think. True. I will express that was more of the island of Eos in Santorini. When we were in Santorini, people were working super long hours. Like I remember waking up, we we're walking down the board, for the walk thing for like breakfast and at like ten a.m. At like ten a.m. and you walk back and it's like eleven p.m. and the same person standing trying to get people into the restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think it's just depending on the area. Yeah, because Santorini reminded me of South Beach a lot. Like Miami South Beach of boardwalk. Oh, interesting. You know, like why are you shaking your head, Adriana? Yeah, why are you shaking your head, Adriana? I I don't think it's similar. I think it's just like for Americans comparing it, it's like South Beach. Like you're walking okay. by the beach outside, and there's restaurants and stores and bunch of hot ass people walking down the street. Have you ever been to the Jersey Boardwalk? No, I haven't either. But it's a famous boardwalk. Then <laughs> it is a famous boardwalk out that I'd ask. That is true. Yeah. yeah, it's just people like Adriana said. Like depending on where you are, Santorini is a lot more commercialized and tourism heavy. Yeah, like Eos is, but it's just a much smaller island that has a lot less shit going on. Did you see a lot of um, fast food restaurants? Like Burger Kings, McDonald's, things like that. Damn. I didn't see any. Did I, I saw a few in Athens, but nothing like. Okay, so only like a handful, you would say. Yeah, and we didn't go to the Mykonos, which is I know is probably the most Americanized and popular island. Uh, we just went to Eos and Santorini, and there was no there. Was, like I said, in Athens, which is the capital of Greece, there was barely any fast food that we drove by. Cool. Okay. I didn't see any. So. Cool. Was there like a popular uh, street food culture? Um, did people mostly walk to where they had to go, ride their bikes? Like a bazaar? Because like, you know. No, no, no. Different questions. Different, different questions? questions. Different questions. Well, you can sell Was there Was there a street bikes? food culture or not really? Like, you know, I mean, you haven't been to Mexico, but like that has, there's a lot of places with popular street food culture. Southeast Asia, Latin America. No, there wasn't. No. So. It's it's very different because every restaurant in Greece that we noticed was like tucked away restaurant. There wasn't really like a street culture food. You had to know where you were going sort of thing? Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
um, because the first day that we got to Athens and we had two hours to kill before our hotel was ready, we were just walked around and we're like, we'll hopefully find some souvlaki or some euros or some like quick food. And we ended up walking through a meat market where they were literally cutting the animals. How hungry did that make Adriana? <laughs> I was like kind of disturbed. I'm like, you see like straight up like. Did that make you want to go vegetarian a little bit? Just for a like little. 10 minutes? You see like head, like just chopped heads, like skin, like. See the brain juice just squirting on the ground. Yeah. And these people are wearing like doctor aprons and they're like, come here, come here. And like, where are you from? And you're like, mm, no. Like a dude grabbed my arm. He's like, where are you from? And I'm like, Jesus. here. And I just kept walking <laughs> away. <laughs> I would just, they're like, where are you from? I'm like, here. I'm from here. I'm from here. I'm from it's here. like if you walk through the middle of a deli. Yeah. Like, wa- and you're like, I'm not, did I take a wrong turn? Like, am yeah. I not supposed to be through here? And there's people just walking by. So we, yeah, it was, it was really weird. There's not really like a, to answer your first question, there's not really like a street culture. You okay. definitely have to know where you're going and restaurants are like tucked away and everything has a, you know has that's a, really interesting yeah it's funny you say that because like new york is like famous for like greek delis and greek diners and stuff so like do you imagine the uh, santorini or ethos e- eos how do you eos. say that eos being just like one giant butcher shop like hey <laughs> hey i would say we only saw that in athens by the blocka which is like the center square like it, it was definitely like clearly this has been here and this is a staple and it was not a short street of like we walked through it for a minute. Like how, how large was that market, would you say? Pretty fucking big. Pretty big? I would say if like an entire grocery store aisle. Like a traditional. Walmart. Yeah. Uh, only uh, one, though? Only one aisle? No, so. Like a Walmart up and down. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was weird. Okay. Because we like walked through one side, and then we it was a full loop. So then we ended up coming on the other side, and then we came back to the restaurants that were in the beginning. Okay. So there was like two restaurants, and then there was like the, the giant meat market in the back. It was crazy. Since you guys were on uh, Greece, which is like an island, essentially, most of the transportation, I would imagine, was like busing and ferry. Um, how easy and like afford? I mean, like to navigate through it and affordable is it? It's super affordable. Like buses are two euro a what? person. Damn. Dang. And, and, and the euro and the dollar are almost neck and neck right now. Yeah, right now. And... It, uh, you, the bus comes every hour. Not to mention that there's still taxis. It was six euro for both of us. That's dope. So that for ferry, it's a little bit more pricey. It's, it runs around thirty, but those are like an hour trip, two hours, three sense. hours, yeah. four hours. So yeah, public transportation is super fucking easy. That's fucking dope. How uh, Pompeii, if I remember correctly, is over there. Were you able to see any like giant like God's creations, like volcanoes and shit like that? So the funny thing is that Santorini is known for two things, which is it's white buildings with blue domes and it's black sand. Oh, that's cool. That's fucking awesome. The reason it's black sand is because of the volcanic ash, because Santorini is a currently sleeping volcano. So if you look at Santorini... Cross your fingers. <laughs> That's what he said. That's what they're... He's like, well, hopefully the scientists are right. So there hasn't been yeah. an eruption for 4,000 years, and they're projecting that the next one will be in 10,000 years. But, you know, you're speaking of Pompeii. Um, Santorini is an currently volcano, which you're walking on like... Uh, it's crazy to think about, but you're walking on a volcano. And if you look at a map picture of uh, Santorini... It's got the crater in the middle, which is kind of its own island. And then what the island is now is the 
technically the east side of it. It's crazy. That's that's nuts. Like walking on a yeah. sleeping giant, just mm-hmm. very pissed off. Kind of like when people take a trip to Hawaii, or, and mm-hmm. they'll tell you. Oh, well, the volcano was a little active. You know, we had to move to a different island or something like that. You know, you do hear mm-hmm. stories like that. Yeah, it's weird. And, like, we were actually able, our tour guard, Giannis, uh, actually took us through, like, one of the caves where, like, people used to sleep in. And it's just, like, you buried out in the middle of, like, a cave. Like, it's a full apartment in a cave. Oh, Okay, like furnished and everything. I thought you were no. talking about like homeless people. No, well, I mean no. that was furnished back then for them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay. It, it's now empty and it's now like okay. a national landmark. But okay, yeah, I get can, what you're saying. You can like walk in and you're like, holy That's shit! That's really like, cool. I'm inside of a fucking yeah. cave. Yeah, here we have pictures for you guys. Kind of like a former mine or something like that. God, yeah, damn, yeah. that's actually sophisticated as hell. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah, it's really neat. It's similar to the mines that Bigfoot uses to travel kids and traffic them. And now, and now there's <laughs> caves that people use as hotels. Like that's uh, you know obviously very expensive, so yeah we just went through like the one that it's very popular. What um that reminds me, what would you say were like some of your favorite sites? Well, like whether that be like other a than specific the hot Greek men you were guys watching. I was gonna say whether that be like a specific sunset, like one really beautiful night, or maybe you saw something in one island that really caught your eyes. I think when we were in Santorini, we had sp- we were just walking around and we came across this restaurant and we're like, okay, let's have dinner here go up the stairs and it turns out it's like kind of a balcony restaurant and all you see is the sea. That's all we saw. And that was a surprise for you? That was... That's so cool. That was just our... Yeah. We sat by the by it and that was our view and we just kind of steering off into the waters. And yeah. It was kind of like unbelievable to see. Paint a picture for us. Was it like a rocky cliff, like sandy beach? We can show you. Bah. Wow. Paint a picture for the listeners then. So <laughs> everybody, I'm going to Because I know some people aren't going to be able to see it. We'll be able to upload. We're going to upload everything. There's um, nothing more scarier than like watching the ocean at night, like at the dark abyss. Dang. And then when you have the moon, like. So you're like considerably like raised, right? Like on top. Oh, okay. So you're okay. super raised up. And then all you see is the sea. The restaurant is perfectly on the cliff of Santorini. So as you look out, you just see the edges of the island and the sea under you. That's beautiful. Talk about breakfast with a view. By it's, God. it's like cliff top. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. Ta- tell me about coffee. this cocktail. Or th- those look like really aesthetically The one on the left beautiful is just the traditional mojito. And then the one on the right. I there you remember. go. Those look really nice. Yeah, the one on the right, I can't remember. It was... French martini, maybe? No, it was, it was an Uzo... Oh, it was a Kiro, yeah. yeah Uzumaki? Naruto yeah. Uzumaki? Yeah, nice. and uh, that's something we wanted to talk about, too, and get your guys' opinion on. So th- the thing that Greece liquor is known for is Uzo, O-U-Z-O, and it's a very rich uh, appetitive, which is, you know, you usually drink after dinner or kind of like as like a digestive. What did you guys think about it since you guys tried it last night? Um, honestly, like it was a combination for me, like Jägermeister and like a Rumpelmans. Like, I I want to do a, like a Jägerbomb after that. I was like, let's go, let's get going. Which is the opposite of what that like is supposed to do to you. <laughs> no, that's actually not true. It's it's supposed to get it's the party starter over there. That's what people is drink. It? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. How, how close is it's that? It's like Mexicans and tequila. They'd be like, oh, no. let's take shots. Yeah, yeah, I saw when we got to Athens. I saw men behind me. It was like 
one in the afternoon just drinking a whole bottle of that just them too and it's 40 percent yeah so it's a strong liquor it's 40 40 proof wait is it 40 proof it's only 20 percent then i know it's only 40 proof I uh, think she's right, homie. I think you're wrong on this. We, we still have the bottle. I can find it for you. It's right over there. Uh, I have a. Yeah, because I think I remember yesterday you you showed us that it was forty percent. But even like doesn't matter. I fuck mean, the percentage, dude. Does. That shit is sweet as fuck. It yeah, tastes it, like a hangover to me. It's super sweet. Yeah. And it tastes like dark licorice. It is yeah. so nuts. Yeah. It reminded me of like fucking toothpaste, to be honest. Mm. I could see that being a big hit at Christmas. Yes. But Put, putting no. that in some hot chocolate. Uh-huh, <laughs> for real. Wow. Yeah, honestly. Some hot cocoa. Uh, so, yeah. No, that, so, that's Adriana's favorite view. But my favorite view is probably we were, went to this uh, very beautiful beach called Manganati Beach out in Eos. It was a crystal blue water beach that's like right by the cliff. And our group was probably the only people out there. It was a group of about 20 of us. And out of the 40 people, only 20 of us went. And we were the only ones on the beach. Nice. And we were just like, dude, you just look out and you're like, damn, like there's nothing else here. Like the sky was perfect. The weather was perfect. And the water was like, it looked like imported still water. Yeah. Like just covered in the beach. And it looked like San Pellegrino. It was crazy. And you're just like looking at your hand under the water and you're like, there's no like deformation. Like there's no deflection i should say deflection because as yeah. you look through you know water it's like your hand looks bigger there was none of that like that's how clean the water was and like even our bus ride from the hotel to the beach was like 40 minutes to go across the island and you just see like untouched land Damn. for like 45 minutes of driving and it, you're just in awe like holy shit like there's nothing out here and so you kind of for me it was very like overwhelming in a good way of like, damn, like you realize like just how small you are and you kind of become more and more grateful. And you also become like very, um, like existential to re- like, man, like what else is there out there? Mm-hmm. Like if the, if What's the meaning of life? Yeah. <laughs> the track, the travel bug hit him. Like he bit him. What do you mean? You don't know what that means? Like no. It's like a travel bug. It's like you travel and then it's like oh, you. Oh, the travel bug. Yeah. My bad. I thought you said tribal. Oh, my bad. I'm over here like travel what? Travel bug. Like, okay. okay. Travel bug got to him. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I was playing a lot of uh, Legend of Zelda, uh, yeah. Breath of the Wild. And there's a mode when you turn on the map that shows everywhere you've walked. And so since I was playing that game on the plane and playing that game recently, it just like made me think like, man, if we like look at the map of Eos or Santorini or any of these islands and you turn on where everybody's walked, I bet there's still massive spots on the island where it's like just untouched land. Yeah. Like just because like, number one, it's hard to live. Like why would anyone walk a fucking mountain? It's undeveloped. Yeah. Cause it's yeah. undeveloped. Number two, it's like, oh no, there's like so much land, not only here, but everywhere in the world that's like untouched and probably beautiful and preserved. Well, uh, speaking of places like that did you like are those places agricultural like privately owned are they national parks the islands are pretty like those empty spaces that you talked about yeah the islands are they're pretty privately owned like they also because of the like uh, homes and ranches and stuff well that in the history you were mentioning how like the daughters got the good land yeah. and like you know i was about to say there's a lot of undeveloped buildings in all of Greece because when the market crashed in 2008, Greece was really hit hard. And so they actually, the government 
doesn't allow new buildings. They want old buildings to be used to be used first. Okay. And so they're trying to work on what to do next. That's really interesting. Yeah. So there's just a lot of land that I'm sure like people would love to develop, but it's just not. How did um, like speaking to your guide and having the exposure you did to people in Greece? Um, did you find that the young people there wa- um, felt like they wanted to stay, or they were mostly like aspiring to leave to other places? Oh, good question. We actually didn't see a lot of young people, surprising enough. What about uh, your guide? Anything like that? Our guide was from Barcelona. A Barcelona. So, which is why maybe he yeah. didn't do the best job. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I thought our, you were talking about being a fan of his. No, I was a fan of Giannis. Oh, okay. But our travel, like our travel guide through, we went through a company called EF Ultimate Break. And Adriana found the company when she traveled in high school. And what would you say you would compare this trip to the one in high school? I think my first tour guide that I used when we were in high school was a lot more knowledgeable about like the culture, the language, the 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 land. Um, Mark, our second um, tour guide, he just—I think he said it was his first year within the company. He his girlfriend is Greek, and. That was about it. I mean, by all means, we liked his personality. I think he just had very poor planning in some aspects. He also, he was, like you said, way too honest with us. And like the second, (laughs) the first night was our welcome dinner. And there was actually three other travel companies with like at the same restaurant as us. No, no, there was, we were one of three. So when we get there, we were the first ones there. We're by the Acropolis, so we take photos. We sit down, and then we don't really know what's going on because our travel guide isn't with us. So we're like, do we just order? order? Like, and then the service started coming around. They're like, you know, do you want beer, wine, water? Like, what do you guys? And so we're like, uh, w- wine, I guess. Like, I, like yeah. I think we're supposed to get two drinks, complimentary. And then we see the other two groups come, and their guide is with them. And he's literally, like, telling them exactly what's happening, like, Okay, guys, two drinks are going to be complimentary. Feel free to enjoy. What's coming out is going to be chicken, sausage. It's going to be souvlaki. There's going to be fries on the on the plate. Like, you know, and let me know if you have any questions. So we see two groups like this with their guide show up, and their guide is sitting down with them, talking to them. The guide is, like, telling them how to cheers and cheers, cheering as a group together, and all of us are, like, looking at each other like, where the fuck is Mark? Like, where was he? He's, he's probably outside the restaurant on the phone with his girlfriend, like, baby, baby, please, baby, baby, please, baby. baby. Stay, babe. So he, he was outside on the phone, tr- <laughs> assuring everything was ready for the next day, like check in hotel. But it's like, there was definitely. There was other shit to do right now. It was the you welcome, just arrived to a restaurant. It was the welcome dinner. You have 42 people here who don't know the language, who don't know what they're doing. And we're all just sitting around trying to get to know each other. And like, wait, oh. wait, was he booking the hotel for tomorrow? No, or for that the, night. All the hotels were booked already. Oh, okay. He was. I'm, I don't know what he was doing. He said he was really busy on the phone, and so we had a WhatsApp group that I think it was Adriana. As soon as we finished dinner, she sent a message to the group chat saying, "Like, so once we're done, do we just leave?" And then he like runs up the stairs to where we were. He's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, guys, I was busy." And then he starts to have dinner. But by then everybody's like well we've been sitting here for two hours we're gonna head out like we're tight we just got off a 10-hour flight oh dude like pretty much the whole dinner then he was gone the whole dinner what the fuck jesus he was gone the whole dinner 
Yeah. Any apologies? No. No. And it the, sounds like he went to go meet up his girlfriend. <laughs> and then the second dinner, he sat next to us. And so he's from Barcelona. So I started speaking to him. Adrian and I started speaking to him in Spanish. And we're just, you know, trying to get to know him and, you know, t- getting to know the people that were at our table and just making conversation. And I was like, oh, what's the hardest part about your job? And he goes, ah, it's just so much fucking pressure, man, that the company puts on you. And, like, it's just tough because you have a bunch of people here that want to have the best time of their life. And, like, sometimes things go out of the yeah, – I'm like – Yeah, I'm one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm paying I'm good like, money to be here. Yeah, like, I'm like, <laughs> we just paid a lot of fucking money to be here. Like, can you be less honest for a second? <laughs> but that's that's the last time. Can we'll, you front a little bit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the last time we'll complain about Mike. <laughs> it sounds like he did a, an okay job. He was he was good at the like after that dinner he opened up definitely a lot more. We went to like the bar together. He bought the whole group shots and like Yeah. Interesting. He got fun. a little better and then it went at the at just when we hit a peak with him and then when we were going to Athens it all went down again. It was just How did that happen? He lost his phone on the trip, so he had to get a new phone. So that fucked up a couple things. And then he was unreachable. I, I, yeah, I bet he was had to like switch phones. Dude, that imagine shit takes the, a while. Imagine the fight he must have had with his girlfriend. Like, baby, I swear <laughs> I lost my phone. Like, I I swear. Yeah, he lost his phone, and then when we were in line for the last ferry, so we're waiting in line for over an hour. You know, like getting ready for the boat to arrive. Not no one in our group. It was literally like strangers were next to us, and they're like, "Oh, did somebody lose their ferry ticket?" And all of ours had a, our name on it. And so, oh, like, look at the name. And it literally had Mark's <laughs> name on it. And we're like, you got to be fucking Mark. kidding. You got to be kidding. How old was this guy? Uh, he was 47. Yeah, he was 47. Get the fuck out. Dude, I expected some 20-year-old. No, oh, no. my God. He did give me a very important lesson, though, because we were asking him how old he is, and he's like 47. He didn't look 47. He looked like he was in his late 30s, you know, like mid-30s. When you're waking up at 5 p.m. and opening business around <laughs> that time, you, know, you better look youthful. Yeah, he looked very youthful. And so we asked him how old he was. He said 47. And then I'm like, oh, you know, you and he was telling us about how, you know, he was training somebody who was um, of Asian descent. And he's asking him, oh, how old are you? And the guy was like in his 50s. And he's like, dude, you look like younger than me. And you're almost twice my age. And he said, age is not the number that is applied to you at your birth. Age is in here. And he points to his head. It's in here. And he points to his heart. And it's in here. And he grabs his dick. (laughs) (laughs) So we're like, all right. Okay. That was the Asian guy who said that? The Asian guy said that to Mark, who then relayed that to That's us. That's fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's fucking beautiful. Yeah. That's wisdom right there. Oh, boy, is it? That's beautiful. That's a clip right there. We're going to clip that. Age is in here, in here, and in here. In your penis. Yeah. That's the head, beautiful. the heart, and the and the soul. No, it was, yeah, it was insane. Um, I hope Mark does well. Very likable guy, but just overall needed uh, to get his shit together. So one quick question I want to ask you. Recreational speaking, sounds like a lot of beaches, a lot of fun so, things to do, so a lot of nightclubs. Is your question about, about um, s- sorry, before we change the subject, I just want to ke- have one question on this subject before we move on. Mm. So it sounded like you were going to change the subject, so I'm sorry to interrupt you, but uh, would you guys like use that company again to visit somewhere else or what do you guys think about it so we already are okay for next year um can you request mark (laughs) 
<laughs> it's like let me know where Mark's at so I'm not there. Yeah. No. Um, um, I kind of asked other people that did take multiple trips within that company. There's people that were up to three with using that same company, and they just kind of expressed like, "Yeah, Mark just wasn't yeah the best." Okay. So um, I know my first experience was really good. My second one, maybe not so much. We'll give it an. I'm gonna give it another try. Why do you guys go like the preset tour versus? Because I like kind of scrapping it a little bit. Um, they book everything for you. I don't want to. I don't want to worry about the flight. I don't want to worry about the hotel. They. I'll pay someone to do it for me, and I'll have the rest of the day off. Homie, the flight in the hotel is the easiest part of the I whole don't trip. Know. But it it's also the excursions that I was gonna say. Like, if anything, I would have thought that would have been the plus. Yeah, the hotels and the flights are like the easiest thing to book. In well, a to an extent, you know, like obviously you can go on, you know, Yelp and you know Expedia and all these things and look up which ones are like the best hotels to stay at. Um, but it's really the mode of transportation once you're there. Like, yeah. with this company, we ended up having, you know, like we said, ferries to be bought. Yeah, they're chaperoning so, you. Yeah, you know, yeah. making sure everybody gets on the plane. And then the other thing before um, Adriana says um, something, um, the big thing was, like, travel buses. Like, to go to Manganary Beach, it was 45 minutes from the hotel. Okay. And it was one of my favorite things that I've done in my life. And so you think about, okay, had we done that on our own, we would have needed a taxi to take us all the way over there. I mean, we could have rented in a scooter or an ATV to take us all the way over there, but like... It would have taken a little bit of planning. You're going to have to get yeah. lost. Like, you don't know where you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, we went on this beautiful <laughs> cliff hill uh, hike. Not it was, well, was it a hike? Not really. It was There was like a man-made stairs, but okay. you get to the top of uh, Eos Island, and you just see like this beautiful sunset and like the entire island. It's like we would have never found that had we not yeah. been with a guide. That's awesome. I think also not knowing the language. We didn't before. That's a big deal. Before like now I would be comfortable going back. But yeah. going in, it's like I don't know any Greek. I don't know if they're going to be very for English forward. So especially with our next trip, that's another language that's very difficult to learn. Do you want to reveal where that is? We're going to do Japan. Oh, dope. That's so cool. So that's a language that not easy to learn, read. You definitely need someone to show you around. Yeah. So it's, I think it's a good advantage that we do have that. So that's really cool. Yeah. Like, yeah, Adriana said, like, what now I feel comfortable going back to Greece and kind of knowing exactly where to stay and where we had luck. But yeah, when, I mean, Greek letters aren't even the same as we use in English or the, you know, Spanish language. Same with Japanese. Same with Japanese. That's going to be fun. So it's like, there was times where we had fun getting lost, like looking for a restaurant that we went to. But it, there's also that moment where you're like, damn, like shit could go sideways. You know, like, I don't know where I'm yeah. at. Like, Luis is like, I don't want to go down that alley. I'm like, it's fine. I think we're okay. <laughs> you can go in like circles. Like we were getting lost in the same areas. It's like, we already passed this like three times. Like we just need to go down. How yeah. are we It somehow? feels like a maze a little bit. It does, yeah. yeah. Well, see, that's a nerve-wracking part because like the locals can see that look of despair in your face and like, oh, yeah. tourist trap, got them. You guys are lost? I'll give you a taxi. whatever that is, USD-wise, you know. Yeah, no, the locals, I will say, were all super, super friendly, super, super nice. And I I think 100% of the people spoke some English. Some English. So you'd walk into a restaurant and we would say yasas, which is hello. 
and they would immediately start speaking Greek to us. And we're like, oh, no, we're sorry. Like, just, you know, do you speak Spanish or English? Oh, no, it's okay. All right. Like, and then they would speak English to us. And yeah. You'd come up to the desk and they'd be like, you know, two, two euro, three euro. And so you'd give them the money and they'd be like, Fkaristo, you know. Fkaristo. Which means thank you. So. Oh, wow. Okay. I thought that was the name of the beach, Fkaristo. That sounds beautiful. What, what would you guys say uh, was a low light of the trip? Like something that you really wish you could have skipped? Other than Mark, I know we already touched <laughs> on a few with Mark. So we took motion sickness medicine with us, obviously, just in case. Uh, it was a five-hour ferry from Athens to Eos, a one-hour ferry from Eos to Santorini, and then a six-hour ferry from Santorini to Athens. When we had to go from six hours from Santorini back to Athens, which was going to be our last night, there was kind of shitty weather. It was raining, kind of stormy. It wasn't great. We were supposed to take the 1210 ferry, and there was another group, massive group of hundreds of people, taking the 1240 ferry. Well, the 1210 ferry canceled for bad weather, so they just sent one really big ferry over. We get on the ferry, and we weren't able to sit in our seats because the other people were sitting there, and the water was extremely choppy. So as you're trying to get to your seat and realizing you're not able to sit down, yet you're standing, you and, hold on. and the boat was moving back and forth, up and down, and I couldn't take my motion sickness medicine quick enough and you're walking around and the fucking boat is moving you left to right and horrible and we fucking go to sit somewhere and we all huddle up as a group and we're like we think we're on the wrong ferry and so we're looking for mark we're like where the fuck is mark we're on the wrong ferry <laughs> on his phone with his girlfriend <laughs> he's, he's on a different ferry <laughs> and he's like no we're on the right ferry but we just got to get different seats so he goes we all go to reception with our tickets and I'm taking, you know, motion sickness medicine and somebody else who's with us. Shout out uh, Casey and her younger sister, Carrie. Shout Carly. out. Carly. Uh, she celebrated her 23rd birthday. Shout out. Um, they were thank- thankfully nice enough to give us some of the motion sickness medicine. So I took another one and we go to reception. We finally get to sit down and I'm sitting down for maybe five minutes. And I'm like, Adrian, I got to go throw up. So I go throw up. And as I went to the bathroom, there are like, six different guys all throwing up there's one guy not even throwing up in a stall because all of them were full of other people throwing up there's one guy throwing up in a sink and the guy that i'm talking about had his head in his arm throwing up in the corner of the bathroom and so i walked in i immediately threw up and unfortunately i have really bad acid reflux so once i start throwing up i can't stop i go back to my seat and for the six hours, I threw up every hour on the hour. Dude, that sounds like a fucking scene from the Blair Witch Project. There's people <laughs> in the corner puking and like, Ugh, just that noise, that grunty noise. Sounds like the movie Hostel. Yeah. They just yeah. fed you guys rat poison and they just told you guys they're going to fucking cut your dick off in two hours. <laughs> there was a girl who was there from another trip having a panic attack. So when she was asked, like, hey, you're in our seat. She's like, I just feel really sick right now. I got to throw up. I want to get off the boat. I want to get off the boat. I want to get off the boat. And she's like legit panicking and throwing up. And then she goes to the bathroom and her friends behind me 
we're all just like, she's fucking crazy. Why don't she act like that? We're on a public boat. Why? I'm like, your friend's having a fucking panic attack and throwing <laughs> up, and you're worried about how you look. Like, you're never going to see these Greek people again. Like, who the fuck cares? Like, just stand up for your friend. Yeah. Oh, my God. Can you believe Katie would do that? Those, sounds, those sound like some good friends. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I kind of felt like being like, you guys are all super shitty. <laughs> they actually did stand up for her. They're like, my friend's having a panic attack. Can you find another seat? <laughs> Yeah, but then once, as soon as the friend walked away, they were like, "Oh my god, can you believe her?" She really, always <laughs> does this. Really shitty. The moment she, the moment she's out of the room, they turn their back on her. <laughs> so yeah, that was definitely the low light. What about uh, yours? I was perfectly fine on the f- on the ferry. <laughs> I, I was kind of having fun. I, I was, was like, going <laughs> to say it looked like you were having fun. <laughs> I was kind of having fun. It was a roller coaster I for mean, you. I mean, everyone was struggling. And I'm like, damn, <laughs> y'all, y'all never y'all been to Six chill. Flags. <laughs> a it kind of felt like a roller coaster. I would just like, yeah, just I am the ocean, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm not gonna get sick. I was just very jet lagged the first day, and oh, I yeah. did feel I felt sick, like. Until I napped. And then after that, I was fine. And that was probably, that was it for me. That's something not, not a lot of people consider. Because, like, you guys are, like, in a different, completely air. You know, no, not that much pollution. There's not even that many cars, you know. Yeah, the Adriana really hit the nail on the head. Is the fucking, and again, talking to the very first thing I said, which is traveling is a hassle. Mm. Um, Greece is 10 hours ahead. So, it's no, it's 10. So when I was talking to you guys and like sending you messages, I was trying to do them at an adequate time, like to try to make sure it was like eight or 10 a.m. here. And over there, I was like, I'm already getting ready for bed. So mm-hmm. we've been actually, Adriana and I have been going to bed at like 8 p.m. and waking up at like, so it is eight hours ahead. Honestly, Adriana has been correcting you really well today. <laughs> yeah, shout out to been She's been correct on a lot of Yeah, we might have to add you to here. a permanent fourth mic. Uh, <laughs> And the, oh, and we've been waking up at like 4.30. Actually, when we first got back, we landed on a Saturday at 5. And then we ended up getting back to the apartment here at like 7. And, uh, you know, obviously we had no food. So we're like, let's order some Chinese. Mm-hmm. And so hey, we maybe we shouldn't say this. What if, what if they hear this? I hope they do. <laughs> so we were to Chinese at six thirty, um, and it's literally down there. It means five minute drive. I could walk there, and we call. They're like, yeah, it'll be ready at seven fifteen, and this is six thirty p.m. And we're both so exhausted from the ten hour flight and the two hours of travel to get here that after I made the phone call, I passed out oh shit they called me back twice and sent me a cancellation text and i was dead asleep like i could not open my eyes and i'm not gonna go back for a while sounds fun <laughs> yeah they, they hold grudges over there yeah they and they have my phone number obviously because yeah. they call it so we're gonna have to order from adriana's phone only <laughs> <laughs> gonna put you on the band list yeah, exactly yeah, you guys are exhausted, but the jet lag is no joke, though, because like I'm still like trying to recover from coming back. I'm still very tired. I hear the sun helps with that. It helps like reset your your rhythm. Circadian rhythm. Yeah. Well, when I got back from Thailand, I had a little issues because I would. That was like 24 hours ahead, right? Jesus. Christ. Well, was it 24 hours? I think it's 12 hours. Ahead. 13 hours. That, that makes 13, sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah there we go. Sense. That makes more sense. I'd go to bed yeah, around Yeah, fact like checker, powerful Jamie over there. Yeah. I, I had a question. Uh, what were your guys' favorite dishes on the trip? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before you get there, okay. let me ask my one sure. question. 
Pod. Is that legal? Oh, actually. Yeah. I it is know. 12 hours ahead, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thailand? Pod is not legal. No? And it, actually, um, people uh, smoke a lot over there, cigarettes specifically. Oh. Um, even despite the fact that cigarette packets over there aren't marketable. So each. Oh, they have like the, have the bloody band. lungs yeah. and shit. Yeah, exactly. Mexico which, has that too now. Yeah. Thailand too. Which is kind of cool because then you're yeah. like, yeah, I'm I'm signing up for this. Yeah. Like nothing, <laughs> nothing in the world gives you less and takes more than cigarettes. And you see these pictures of people like having to amputate their legs, and you're like, yeah, this is what I'm signing up for. But yeah. you look so fucking sexy when you smoke one. <laughs> they, it, they look so cool. They I, do look they cool, bro. They have ashtrays at every table. Wherever Jeez. you go out, they're we're still like, doing like indoor smoking yeah. at bars and restaurants. Yeah, and we were like looking. We're like, let's go get a jewel or something. Like, we look <laughs> lame because everyone either they had cigarettes or they had a jewel. Everyone did. Bro, y'all should have gotten some like cucumber menthols. <laughs> it, it looked cool, and I'm like zucchini flavor. Zikini? Is that the sauce? Oh, tzatziki. Yeah. Tzatziki. Is that how you say it? Tzatziki. That's so cool. I'm not gonna even try. That sounded <laughs> interesting. Yeah, we definitely felt like we were missing out. Yeah. And you know, I'm the kind of person that once I smoke one cigarette, I'm like, we're in for the night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mama didn't raise no quitter. <laughs> Damn, Greeks, gr- Greek sounds amazing. Greece sounds amazing. No bad bunny. Everyone's smoking. Beautiful. Highly recommend everyone to go. Uh, but to answer Juan's question, my favorite dish was when we were on a beach. We were at a restaurant called at Eos. We were at a restaurant called Anton Eos, <laughs> which is kind of cool. And so uh, they just had a very small menu. They're like, we have fucking fish and we have calamari and we have this and that and we're like oh we both ordered just the calamari right no big deal and we ordered um just water to drink with it right like a very simple meal and when it came out we ended up being served a full pan a grilled calamari like i've never seen a full one in my life how big was it i've never seen one either we'll show you a picture that's it cool. was literally it looked like the white squid for mario yeah like that's what we were served like the that's whole so fucking piece and we we're just looking at it, we're like we've never seen this before like you get these little ass rings and these like little tentacles and we were just like looking at it what are they giving where's the rest of it is what i'm thinking now like where's the rest of the squid with how much they give you mm-hmm. they must be killing a lot then i guess you know like it's a numbers game if they're giving you that much or they're so tiny that they're like that's what you get when you go to a restaurant yeah but when you see this full squid in front of you you're like what the fuck and then when you hear that they have like the intelligence of a (laughs) three-year-old makes you feel even better when you eat it you know yeah yeah, i don't feel so bad yeah Um, a little bit of cocktail sauce (laughs) horseradish in there probably high demand every delicious uh, three-year-old games we also went to Ooh. an awesome tapas restaurant and an awesome every I mean honestly every food that I tried was amazing and I can say with confidence that I think Greek food is better than Italian food. What's tapas? Really? Tapas is uh Spanish style appetizers. Yeah, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the little tortilla like with shareables. Like little bean. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They had that in Greek? Greece? They had a very awesome Greek tapas restaurant. Whoa. But yeah, I can say confidently. I Does it break your heart to say those words out loud? That Greek food is better than Italian food? Yeah. No. Okay. I was so impressed with the cuisine. You were such an, like, an Italian stand, though. I could like almost see you. I'm a big Italian stand. I yeah. think Italian food is good, and I think when it's done correctly. But when you have, I mean, obviously, it's like recency bias, and all, like you're going to the heartland of food. Like, so... You know, maybe it's different once I go to Italy and I'm like in Naples and in Milan. I'm like, I was fucking wrong. But when you're having like this super authentic food and we went to a restaurant called Science Tavern. And literally the chef 
we were the first two people in there and then we had two people from the Carolinas join us and he sat down with us and he has a checkbook out and he's telling us like he's like welcome to my restaurant and we're like oh thank you the lady's gonna come serve us no he like comes pulls up a chair sits right next to us where are you from are you celebrating something tells us what's on the menu tells us what he has left over from the day before it was just really personable like, welcome drinks yeah. he gave us welcome wine that we had a sun-dried grape and cinnamon wine Ooh. wow Jesus. cinnamon wine that sounds like like raisiny like plum with like cinnamon amazing and he left it at the table like each this is table for you boys. each yeah. table just got one he's like this is my wine enjoy it and then the girls who were with us went the next day and they asked if they can buy it and he's like oh i don't sell this wine but you know you guys are never gonna be here for a while he just gave them a bottle of wine to enjoy with them oh that's so badass uh, talk about a welcoming guy yeah he asked yeah. if we were celebrating something or like a honeymoon and i said well you know kind of yeah you know because it was kind of like an engagement slash birthday trip yeah and after he brought us our food he like looked through us you see him take the order and then go to another table sit down and do the exact same thing and then go to the kitchen and cook and it was two other ladies there fucking with superman over here it was crazy and as we were leaving, he kind of poked his head through the window of the kitchen and he looked at us and he's like, good. And we're like, God damn, bro. Adri- Adriana had a, a entire pan brought to the table of mussels. Ooh. Oh, girl. Ooh. Like huge, like Ooh. not like a little bowl. It was like the fucking pan. Jesus. He brought the pan to the table. Yeah. And I had grandmother's meatballs. Like a pot of soup. It was so that dish was just so memorable because it's like Oh my god. It's yeah, it's like it's a huge. thirteen Mama inch mia. steel chef's pan. And like yeah. you know he's gonna reuse it before the end of the night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But enjoy it while it's here. Yeah, oh, that looks so good. What was that? Lemon caper mussels? Oh, like lemon garlic. Oh. Yeah. And I will say they love French fries. Yeah, you were talking about that. So many dishes come with French fries. Souvlaki is shaved meat with fries inside of a uh, pita bread. And dishes just come out with fries. Like That's interesting. Grandmother's meatballs was a beautiful bowl of meatballs and red sauce. And it came with a side of fries and lemon. And so you just you know, put fresh lemon on your fries and you're like, the saltiness of the fries with like kind of that sweetness of the fresh lemon, you're like, this is a healthier version than ketchup. <laughs> oh, I was <laughs> asking for ketchup. Like, ketchup, please. <laughs> ketchup, please. There was one restaurant we went to where they did offer ketchup, and it was, like, really saucy and watery. Yeah. I, I would agree. It was very watery and not. Was it sweeter? No. No? Okay. Just, Just watered down. It tasted like a tomato jelly. Uh, All right. Like a syrupy tomato. It yeah. wasn't even. Like tomato syrup almost? Yeah. Yeah. Basura. Clearly, they try to make it in the back. <laughs> like, clearly, they try to make it in the back. But yep. that was uh, my favorite dinner. I don't know about Adriana's. I've gotten asked this question, and I generally cannot come up with an answer on what was my favorite meal because everything had a favorite in it, whether that be my favorite view, my favorite meal, my favorite experience, my favorite service. I don't know. It's so hard to say. I think... Oh, it's so hard. I still can't think of it. I think maybe that meal that we had at this traditional place i mean he he brought a bunch of stuff out that, stuff out for us to taste that's and awesome. it was amazing like 
even the hummus like he put like olive oil capers shaved onion and it was like the best hummus i've ever had in my life i love hummus mm-hmm. like i don't even know i don't even want to go to walmart and get myself like hummus because <laughs> like that doesn't will compare. not be doing it justice i no. mean and the olives all the olives are fucking insane like so, stupid good is what you're saying yeah they were you know obviously olives are great i love olives but when you're having them there they're just like they're like sour but they have that like awesome olive taste to them it's probably because they were picked last week yeah <laughs> probably they were super, the the most cool thing that we were told was like oh for you know because we were at a different restaurant like eating breakfast one day and they're like Oh, I don't have a fish of the week yet because um, my fisherman hasn't gotten here yet. Oh, you son of a bitch. And I was like, like what? Uh, imagine yeah. imagine walking into like a small diner like this. <laughs> be like, oh, sorry, guys. We're out of burgers. I haven't talked to Farmer John yet this yeah. week. Like, he, I, I'm going to see him tomorrow. Yeah, I'll wait. I'll yeah. wait. Yeah, exactly. Like, it was like. Like, you know your farmer? Like, yeah, what? It was, it was so fucking cool. Um, speaking of animals, one of the questions that are written down here that I don't want to forget to answer uh, Phil asked about stray animals. Oh yeah, every place that I've traveled to, I haven't been to many places, but there's always some prominent stray type of animal. Whether that in Southeast Asia, where wild dogs are ru- running the night, or like down in Acapulco Way, where giant feral pigs are stalking the night as well. There was so many fucking stray cats. Wow, everywhere cats, cats. homeless cats. Stray cats. What did I everywhere. fucking say? It was wild to see. Did you see any birds then? Because yeah. usually when there's a lot of cats, they'd be it killing all the birds. There was actually there was in Athens there was a lot of uh, pigeons, but there was a handful of stray dogs. We saw maybe I can count on one hand how many I saw. Like there wasn't that okay. many, but stray cats were everywhere. They're probably getting rocked by those stray cats. Those stray dogs just like going in their own turf and just getting gacked. They're nice cats too, though. They were very nice. Oh yeah, yeah. to the people. Yeah, they're, they're very friendly. But they're, I mean, that's nighttime? where they get their food. You know, it's a survival <laughs> strategy. Yeah, I'd put the back of my hand out to a lot of them just to see what they would do, and like they would just purr up and like scratch their head against it. Mm. And yeah, all of them were cool. And like they were in restaurants and in the hotels and just like walking around. Dude, they're trying to pickpocket you. <laughs> you think they were going over there for friendliness? They're trying to get your watch. They're trying to get your Apple Watch. Yeah, they're all true. owned by the same Greek <laughs> man. Whenever Luis would see like a Greek man, he's like, watch your pockets. He's a pickpocket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, shut up. He's talking to the cats. Yeah. Hey, make, you, make sure you hold on to your purse but, tight. I mean, that is a real thing though. When I was in Thailand, like, there was uh, in Laos, uh, homeless kids who go up to you like beg for food and like it's very heartbreaking because they're kids you give them a little bit of scratch or a little bit of food you know they take the money and they give it to like their head dude it's all a circuit it's like a pimp yeah, have yeah. Video, like, it's really heartbreaking you know we have a ton of videos of fucking cats everywhere uh, we didn't deal with a lot of pickpocketers or like people asking for food um, I think a lot of that is probably in Athens because obviously it's the like, homelessness stuff like that. We saw a couple of people of homeless descent in Athens, <laughs> and <laughs> that's beautiful, Luis. Uh, and we saw one kid at the very first meal that we had come to each table at a restaurant, ask for money, and the restaurant owner literally was like, "Hey!" like shouting at her to fuck off. And so that was kind of oh, funny. a little girl. A little girl was going to each table asking for money. How could you not give a little girl money? Well, pretty fucking easy. But you I just say it. no. <laughs> I chew, I chew. 
There is like a Greek man that legit yelled at her heart, it's like, "Hey, like, get the, get the fuck out!" Like, I'm like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, the owner was like, "No, you're not, you're not doing this shit at my restaurant." Like, not right. That was the only time we saw people. Um, besides that, not really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With prices of housing being so expensive, how is that or not like a shit ton of homeless people? I think over there it must be just they have their own problems they're dealing with. Again, I think we would have seen a lot more of these like social economic issues if we were in Athens more. Because mm-hmm. we did see the first day that we got there, there was a protest going on. So we saw like military cars and like the placa, which is like the main square. They had a giant speaker and they were like reading off of a paper and there was people surrounding them. It, it was really weird. Like clearly they were protesting something, but I didn't see any of that. <laughs> I think like it also gave perspective of about how safe we are because we did see military people with like big guns just walking around yeah. you see the big army trucks and it's like we're lucky where we are because some things we take for granted another thing that kind of off topic that blew my mind was like covid testing that yeah. costs money over there you okay. don't get free covid testing damn trump was right <laughs> makes sense bill gates got to make his money somehow. What, did he, what point did he make about that you said america is the highest positivity in covid because america is the highest po- uh highest testing percentage He's like, obviously, we have the more yeah. positive cases because we're doing the most tests. And, like, honestly, after being over there, yeah, there's got to be some truth to that because people are so small community forward over there and, like, tight-necked that you think, well, one person got sick. They definitely were able to spread it. And you don't realize, like, how fortunate you are to be able to go to a clinic and get tested. Or, like Adriana mm-hmm. said, we get, you know, four PCR tests for free. Um, and the other big thing that I noticed too, was if you're sick, like I was on a ferry for six hours, well, imagine being sick and like having to go to the hospital. Like imagine if you're one on one of those islands and like Adriana said, a doctor only makes $1,400 a month and there's not enough doctors to see you. So you have to go to the mainland to be seen. And you're like, I got to go. I feel like shit. And I got to be on a six-hour ferry in the middle of shitty weather that's going to be super choppy. That's going to make four stops. And each stop is going to feel like a roller coaster. Like, you don't fucking want to do that. Mm -hmm. So people are probably better off just being like, no, fuck it. I'll stay home. Like, I'll be fine. For all the beauty that naturally encompasses Greece, like, there's some things that are modern age that should, like, take over. And this segues to the perfect question for you, too. What's, you know, we're talking about how great Greece is and Greek and culture and food and as if, what's one thing you would change about it? I think not enough people spoke English. <laughs> I think too many God um, Trying to make Greece great again? <laughs> uh, one thing that I would change about Greece, that's a, that's a great question. I think, in my opinion, they could have done a much better job of making Athens more tourist forward. Because clearly a lot of people go there to see these, like, monuments and everything. But I think when you go there, you're kind of intimidated by the size of the city and also how to get around. Because these streets are literally, like, hundreds of years old. And parking is fucking crazy. And driving is fucking crazy. I didn't consider that. The street's got to be so narrow as hell and, like... And there's it's like a maze. <laughs> two, like, two rows of cars up to three parked on one side. Jesus. 
and like there's no area for them to park because the buildings have have to be restaurants and other shit so that people are making money so what people would do is they would leave like orange tickets outside of their car so that you would walk up and call them if you need it moved oh like a little like courtesy call mm, thing yeah Damn. so that's probably the thing i would change is athens i think could be a little bit more like tourist friendly more. yeah just like because when you get there you're like oh fuck like where am like it's it's a city that lives and breathes and you're just one of the blood vessels going through how it. large mm-hmm. was there how many people do you know that live there i know it's a couple of million three yeah. million something like that yeah it's a capital do you have any questions? Yeah, I had a question. Um, who made the movie Coco? It was Disney, right? All right. Well, they best base their aesthetic um, and art style off of like a certain city, uh, Guanajuato in Mexico. Did you find that like Hercules reminded you of Greece at all? Or not really? Zero so to hero. I can answer this question because Adriana hasn't seen Hercules. Hercules. Uh, no, no whatsoever. No. I mean, we're seeing a modern day Athens compared to what, you know, Greece takes place. No, the, the movie the Hercules movie. takes place like early age. So, yeah, I wouldn't really say that. You, I think some of that training scene that he's doing with Danny DeVito's character. I was just going to bring that up. That's the one I was thinking yeah, of the most, too, to be honest. For real. Some of that, like, you can see, like, okay, if you're on an island and there's not a lot going on here. You see a hint of it? Yeah, you can yeah. see a hint of it. But overall, I mean, yes. I, don't, I don't really think so. Do you see any Greek gods? Uh, Do like they make person? you convert to their religion? The official religion of Greece is East Orthodox. And there's very they're, little. They they practice like the Russian Orthodox Christian Church. They they're they're all Christian, but there's very little. I think the second biggest population religion is uh, Catholic because they did get a lot of people from Italy in Sicily there, which is the the name Santorini comes from Saint Irene, mm-hmm. and the Italians just called it Santorini. So, yeah, they didn't convert. We did eat at a restaurant called Poseidon's Grill. Ooh. So, Poseidon's Grill. That was kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> and to answer the question, um, Athens has a population density of about 44,140 per square mile. That's not a lot. Which means... What's the total population? It's current population. Adriano's right. It's 3 million. Hell yeah, Adriano. And so if you think about 90% of the population live in Athens, 3 million people is, is not a lot. No. It's like a large city. I think it's to answer your question on what I would change, by the way. So I'm like, I'm going to slip, slide back in there. I don't think I would change a thing because I think he's wrong on saying that there's not touristy areas in Athens because I think there was. I just think we didn't get to fully walk through it because we were getting ready for dinner. I think the fact that it's... It's meant to stay that old. It's meant because that's yeah. what that is what Athens is. It that's is, the character of it. That's right? the character of it, and you have to love it, and you can't hate it for it. I think Louis experienced that he doesn't like maybe big cities and old cities. See where you fucking hipster. Well, I mean, I mean maybe it maybe it is that way that yeah, he just he's more asshole. of an island, ocean, water kind of <laughs> person. But I I enjoyed it. I've seen a couple. Um, cities and I, I think Athens was just as beautiful as others. So Luis is more of an island boy, more <laughs> an island boy. I could agree. I think, I think for this vacation in particular, like I was blown away by just like the island life and how, just how different 
that was because, yeah, maybe I was just intimidated by Athens since I was like the first European city I went to. Mm-hmm. But like he didn't like it. You you were you we got to Athens. You're like I don't know if I like this. No, because yeah, like like Juan said, you know, the airport is an hour away, so it was like we didn't see any of the city at all, even after being there for two days. So I would it, maybe if I had spent an entire day there, it would have been different. But yeah, that's that was the thing that I would change at least. I I enjoyed it very much, even with what we got to. We saw like a quick bus tour and just seeing the the temples and the Seuss temples that were around the city. I think they have like ten. And that's where they, like, held the Olympics. Like, the gods had their Olympic Games or whatever, something mm-hmm. like that. But that's I where thought they it started, was, right? Yeah. I thought it was amazing. Every single thing I learned, everything I saw, I thought it was great. Beautiful. Any favorite cocktails from your trip or drinks or wine or beer? I know you had mentioned, you know, yesterday that the, they were, the beer which was much better and more interesting than the wine you were exposed to. Yeah, we even did a cliffside wine tasting, and I was not impressed with the wine. Was it because it was sweet? There was a sweet wine, but honestly, I thought the sweet wine was better than the dry or different wine because, and it honestly could be because of how it's grown and cultivated. So the wine grapes actually go through a much more different process than like traditional California or Italian grapes because of they get this intense dry season they actually don't get a lot of rain obviously that's what dry season means but it means that the grapes had to survive on a different method which is they would plant these bushels are like a lot heavier and top heavy so they protect the grapes and the way that they get water is the humidity at night would be held in these bushels and that's how the grapes essentially grow instead of just like traditional rain and hillside like inclines uh the wine that we did try which we tried wine at many different restaurants and like i said including a wine tasting it was just very dry and it is cool that they're able to grow that wine with the very low um with the very little elements they're given but i i wasn't a fan of it it just for my palate it just wasn't good it was too dry for you no not that it was too dry but it was just like very boring and bland okay yeah cool um, yeah. and, but Mythos beer, which is their iconic beer, was like that was pretty good. Nice. Was it? Did it drink like an island beer, like a some you would drink like on a hot day? No, or not it was. It was like a. It was like a step down heavier than a spotted cow. Mm. Okay, but it was good. It tasted good. So, what about you, Adriana? I like the beer, the Mythos beer that he was talking about. Um, we got to do like a local, like where the locals actually lived in Santorini. I wish we would have got to try it, but there's a brand called Donkey Beer, and you get like crazy ass beer. It was like it was like red donkey, white donkey, and lazy donkey, crazy donkey, like these crazy names. And I wish I would have gotten to try this beer, but I guess that's like the legit like beer of that. That's like their spotted cow sort of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have a few more questions to wrap it up, Phil? Or another question? Uh, another question? Yeah, one more. Um. Yeah, I mean, from the sounds of it, like, it sounds really nice, like, you know, other than being on a natural sleeping volcano, you know, willing to interrupt, God forbid, you know, any seismic activities happens. But, uh, you know, as far as questions go, you know, the flight itself was like eight hours or so. So, you know, you did a lot of bit of traveling, 10 hours, 10 hours. Uh, Going forward for your next travel, 
what would you bring to make that time go by? Stock up on audiobooks, maybe audio, maybe videos on your, on your laptop. Maybe nothing. Maybe it's just conversations. So we did learn on the way back, we didn't take neck pillows, like the actual traveling neck pillows on the way there. And so we bought two at the airport and boy, are mm. they life changing. On the way there, I sat aisle, Adriana sat middle and we sat next to a stranger next to the window. On the way back, Dennis, who was in the window, was tapped by his wife and was told, hey, if there's room for you by me, they're going to move some people and put you by me. And so he looks at us and he goes, oh, I, I'm sorry. And we're like, Dennis, Dennis, if you have to move, it's fine. Like, we will not complain. And like 15 minutes later, once we took off, his wife came over. She goes, hey, like the flight attendant moved people, like come over. And so he's like, I'm sorry, guys. And he's like scooting past us. So a three person seat became a two person seat oh, mm-hmm. so then adrian and i were able to stretch and he's like know. come here baby let's cuddle <laughs> yeah we were able to fully stretch out and extend our legs he was probably throwing you guys like a lifeline like are you guys sure want me to oh, we're having fun right here right you guys want me to go with my wife my annoying ass wife in the so, back you want me to go back like to he wanted to get rescued yeah, yeah I mean, please don't make me go these are my new friends <laughs> baby please i just met them baby so, yeah, in order to keep busy, we I brought a Switch. I brought books. We downloaded mm-hmm. podcasts. I watched a bunch of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Dude, for real? <laughs> yeah. Dude, that Both. was the shit that kept me alive in Acapulco. Yeah. Going to LAX, dealing with them stealing my luggage and, or, you know. Yeah, Curb Your Enthusiasm on the plane was, yeah, I'm, but I would definitely bring more shit like to, like, sw- like, read, switch, fucking watch Netflix, watch a movie on the, like, because 10 hours, it, it fucking, you struggle, bro. Like, 10 yeah. hours is not a small amount of time. Um, Especially yeah. when it adds on, like, you sit in the seat and you get, like, I, if you're a big fat guy like me, you get sweaty. It's just, <laughs> you're just festering your sweat. And then, like, you got to worry about your elbows pudging into the other, like, Play-Doh, yeah, you know? Adriana tried to put her uh, armrest down. And what did the lady next to you say? The girl that was saying, I felt her sweaty leg next to me. So I'm like, oh, shit. I really got to put the fucking arm down. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, I'm going to put the arm down. She's like, I I don't think you can because I, I don't fit. And I'm like, oh, oh you fucking kidding me. So I literally stuck like a fucking blanket in between us because it was so gross. Like just feeling someone's oh. sweaty leg. I, ugh. Yeah, she was a good traveler. She was constantly on her phone and. Like, she was uh, talking on the phone. Oh, at, she was having phone calls? She was having phone calls. Not, like, during the flight, but, like, right before we took off. And I was like, she hey, was, she was, yeah, she was on the phone. And I was like, hey, they already told people to put on airplane mode. She was, oh, my bad, I'm sorry. But then as soon as we would land, she would talk on the phone again. And then it's like, sorry. Yeah, sorry about that for those eight hours. <laughs> God, you need to hear my word about this. Um, also, this asshole I'm sitting by. <laughs> <laughs> also dress comfy because on the way there I was wearing like pants and um, like mid top shoes and on the way back I was like no I put on joggers and I wore my like low tops and I was like I don't give a fuck how you I didn't look. know that no I understood to be comfortable like and yeah. I was wearing something that's like traditionally comfortable Adriana shaking her head it she sounds like Adriana she, advised she, you to she can <laughs> shake her head all she wants like what I was wearing is comfortable but it's not I'm gonna fall asleep comfortable yeah like it's kind of what I'm wearing now. Like I'm wearing yeah. very like comfortable pants that like I could wear to the office and be okay for in eight hours. But like, 
if you're trying to fall asleep and like fully stretch out and like not have something like hindering you, almost you need like a tracksuit or like gym yeah, warm-ups. You kind of need something to be comfortable. Like, yeah. like I can fall asleep in this. Like, and I understand now people wearing sweatpants to the airport. It's like, guess what? Because it's a long flight and it's yeah. uncomfortable. I, fu- I fucked up the first time I took an international flight. Suit up. I suited up. I had a tie. Oh, I had God. a dress shirt. So this is my first pants. flight ever. Yeah, it's like losing like, my virginity, bro. This is like, like, I gotta, you know, there's a set of standards and etiquette you gotta follow. Boy, was I wrong. Boy, was I wrong. Emirates, so hot and sweaty. I wish I was sweatpants. You flew Emirates. Yeah, doggy. Jesus. That was supposed Christ. to be you and me, brother. You fucking baller. Brother. Jesus oh, yeah. Christ. And then Even you wearing a suit. <laughs> nah, I would not have worn a suit. And then, like, Jennifer Aniston comes up and, like, the little, like, uh, airplane, like, infomercials, like, please buckle up. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, like, you know, I went in my suit and, like, very hot. I got to Thailand and, like, oh, like I said, it's festering, like a rotisserie chicken, this glaze coming out Dude, there. Dude, your, your jacket must have been so wet. Oh, bro, my pants were different story. Oh, my God. <laughs> Doggy. They probably had to steam clean your seat to, like, oh. get the yellow stain out. Bro, going out there and getting... Because most of the, this, you know, hand wash. That's a good question, actually. Oh, you see for, the for, butt print on your cause, seat? Because, you know, when you go out there to, like, Southeast Asia, a lot of the laundry, like, it's, like, oh, hand wash. You give them a nickel. We could give it back to you later. I mean, I wasn't convenient <laughs> about that. You just throw a nickel at them. Wash his damn pants. While she's walking past. You don't even got to stop to say anything. You just fucking throw it right at her. It's custom. They know. They didn't even ask you. <laughs> So random lady was doing laundry. Goes <laughs> <laughs> here, you're already at it. <laughs> What's another couple pieces? I'm in a suit. Please help me. They're already wet. Here comes uh, like a sweaty looking asshole young guy <laughs> in a suit. <laughs> She's like, who's this asshole walking by? <laughs> who's this piece of Bo- shit? <laughs> Some foreigner <laughs> thinking he's better than all of us <laughs> wearing a fucking suit. Here, take this. <laughs> Dude, one last question. I kind of. Um, I mean, we question. can we can end on it if you Let's want. Let's end on it. Yeah. Um, how did you find Greece to be like on your dollars or your wallet? Like, did you find it to be like affordable? Would you? Can you make your dollar stretch? Yeah. We, yes, you can. Wh- what would you say would be like the average price of a dinner and a hotel night there? It varied from different islands. Um, I would recommend everyone to go to eos which is where you can probably get the most value in that island and it's a lot more relaxing than like and less tourism of course um our average meals was 40 dollars okay that's included like two meals drinks and okay. like something to share so like 40 20 dollars a person sort of thing mm-hmm. yeah. well, that's rock and roll that sounds are you amazing about dinners or breakfast dinners. dinner okay 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 cool um once we got to Santorini, those would those were more Americanized prices, mm. eighty to one hundred. Okay, yeah, Plus. that's more common. Yeah, um, Athens, same thing. It, it went. It was actually well, it depended. We got both. We got expensive and we got very cheap also. So, well, that's nice to hear that in Athens, like the capital, you can find like little dive restaurants, little hole in the walls. Yeah, that was the kebab place we went to, that where the little girl was begging for money by the meat market. Getting shooed off by the owner? Yeah, yeah. and <coughs> then on the opposite side of that, we went to the hotel that's on the rooftop of our... Or we went to the restaurant that's on the rooftop of our hotel. What was it called? <laughs> I was about to ask you. The name of the restaurant on the rooftop of our hotel, which overlooked the Acropolis, was named Olive Garden. Oh, my God. And Wait... 
And we, we props we, actually because like they've been repping that for two thousand years. And so. we were like, no, it yeah. is not a real Olive Garden up there. Was there and a, it wasn't a real like yeah, it wasn't okay. a chained Olive Garden. Oh, you just, can eat bread. No, it, it was just funny to go out there and be like, we're at Olive yeah. Garden in Athens, but it was, it, yeah, that's why it was probably more expensive too. That's dope. Yeah, because you're eating with a view, right? That's yeah, the yeah. fucking wild. Like, yeah. it was overlooking the city of Athens, and then the Acropolis is almost at the same level you are. It's fucking beautiful. Yeah, yeah that was great. that's a priceless view, mm-hmm. literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, the the money, like Adriana said, EOS is much cheaper. How'd you find lodging? If you could go into a little bit of that, like your average night, hotel, oh, hotels, yeah. hostels. Uh, actually, um, well, I've actually looked at how much pricing was where where we stayed at. So like. Are far out. Like in EOS, I think we were staying there for about 120 a night. Okay. Okay. Santorini, that went up. I think we were to 180, but we were also not. St- we were staying. We were there, but we were kind of away. N- not away, but like a litter. Not in the capital of the island. So okay. we traveled like two minutes or whatever it was. So it wasn't super expensive. One of our friends that went on that trip hated his hotel so much well we upgraded for like our own room and nicer features than anyone else but he ended up staying in santorini at a different hotel and he said that he paid up to 500 500 a night and that's the average price of hotels over there which is another reason why i kind of decided to go with that yeah um Company. company because they kind of they, have business within yeah. the hotels mm-hmm. like hey we give you more business you give us you discounts get, you got a little bit of bang for your yeah book. so yeah. Yeah. yeah that's dope that's awesome they grease each other pockets like that kind of a thing Hell yeah. the last hotel <laughs> that we stayed at was hotel titania that's 200 plus no not bad but it was a beautiful beautiful beautiful. i mean honestly the moment you said titania i expected something pretty yeah it sounds elegant that's where olive garden was (laughs) sounds like titty what i know we were gonna close on that one but one last one just because like actually i I got another question as well no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding kidding. kidding. you son of a bitch um you know the movie 365 days on netflix right Yes. I've only seen it three times. Wait, <laughs> I'm sure you get to the end every time. Wait, fully? <laughs> yeah, I'm Are sure you, you get to the end. Are you lost, baby girl? Did, Adriana, this goes a little bit more towards you. Mm-hmm. Did you have any, like, mobster-looking dudes that, you know, were maybe a little bit too handsome and you were just wondering, like, you Am know, I like, lost? take me away a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying, the deli dude, like, grabbed you by the hand. It's like, where are you from? <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty much it right there. Brings you into the closet. <laughs> I got the freshest meat in the back. <laughs> no, I didn't think there was not two. Yeah, there wasn't like one a strong two. like one or two less okay. in my hand. Okay, cool. Wait, what do you mean by one and two? Like handsome like, people. I didn't. Oh, I didn't mean like powerful mobs. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. Yeah, that's I, what he was I, saying. I mean, like handsome, handsome people. Okay. I meant like like you know how. Um, there are certain places where you go to and the guys can be much more aggressive when like trying to like get a girl's attention. Like what a water? Start whistling at you. No, like, hey, I, I can get, pay my walls. Did you feel any, anything that. like that? No. no. The most aggression I got was the dude that was trying to send like send me so, sell me some you, lamb. Any girl try to you know, try to holler at you? No. Where we we also went during a very slow period. Mm, like okay. their their busy period is middle July to middle September. Mm. So like for a lot of the places we went to, we were like the majority group, or there were like other tourists there. Um, what about dudes? Because like, 
out of the three of us, body type wise, you're the most athletic to your Greek, you know, credit. Thank but you. like, you know, it's a biological thing for them. Like, you know, their long, rich history of boy wrestling and, you know. <laughs> uh, no, I wasn't. Uh, did they you, ask you to pose naked? Did you get any side eyes? Unfo- like any like. Unfortunately, I was not. Are we going to fuck or fight? <laughs> if I was trying to fuck, we'd be fucking. Okay, so. There was not a lot of people who were on the island who we didn't see a lot of locals, to be quite honest with you. Like, oh. other than. <laughs> no, like, at, at, I love bar, at bars where we went to, we were like the majority group. You know okay. What I mean? Like, that's okay. like. Like, long, areas. Had, long interactions. Had we gone them. to like nightclubs or more of that, but we would just go, like, we would wake up, go, go to dinner, go walk around, and then come back. Like, we, we weren't. We the fun pub. Yeah, we went to the Fun Pub, which was a bar in Eos. But a lot of those people there were like all mm, to What? A bar in Eos or a bar in Eos? It was a bar in Eos oh. called the Fun Pub, where if you order seven shots for $25, you get a hat or a t-shirt. Did you guys do that? Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> we have 10 hats. <laughs> uh, but We yeah. did that everywhere. <laughs> the people there spoke perfect English, so they were clearly not from Greece. Mm. And... There was other people there from England, Germany, a lot, a lot of Americans too. So it was like, yeah, we didn't really see a lot of locals trying to get our attention. That's cool. Damn yeah. it! You know, honestly, that gives me ideals. Maybe I should move to Hawaii and start like a like a Hawaiian-based like grilled cheese shop, like Maui Howie, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I don't think you got to move that far. You could probably do that somewhere around here and just pretend to be Hawaiian. Yeah. You probably That's have true. more people eating grilled cheeses <laughs> around here, to be honest. I came to America by raft <laughs> just to live my dream to sell grilled cheeses. And st- I got here on a styrofoam raft. <laughs> Damn. Oh, no. You want to wrap it up, bud? Yeah, no. Um, everybody, go out there. Go see the world. Go uh, do drugs. Go ahead. <laughs> if you're going to go to Greece, please go during off season. Because if you go during like peak season, you are not going to experience. You, you know, like the failed TikToks. It's like what Santorini is. That's what you're going to come across when it's peak season. Like you want to yeah. fill us in for our. Well, it's like a failed TikTok where it's like Santorini expectation. It's like the oh, blue okay. domes, right? Everything's clear. You can see everything. And then it's like reality. People are just walking and you don't like there's lines to see what you want to see. Go during off season. Like we still waited like five minutes to see what we wanted to see. And that was during a not busy season. You definitely want to go. What is it? November through May Mm -hmm. is when you should go. So great word of advice. Yeah. Go travel. Just period. Go travel. You know, like Adrian said, I got hit by the, uh, I got bit by the travel bug, and you really realize like all the problems that you think you have really aren't that big when people can't even fucking get regular drinking water where they have to buy bottles of water, and we're being told by the locals drink more wine, drink less water, just so that they have enough on the island for them, um, <laughs> and take the things that you have for fucking consideration. Like, there's the great book, um, the monk who sold his Ferrari. And, it, you know, again, it just like you don't need a lot of the shit you have, like, for what? You know, people are just trying to make an honest living and be happy. So, yeah, it puts a lot of that all into perspective and makes you realize, like, oh, you know what? Like, I, I don't have it that bad. Exactly. You don't have it that bad. Life is short. And, you know, we're all going to die. That's why it's very important for everybody listening to go rate, rate and subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. 
because you know nothing means nothing but uh, a five star review can go very far means something to us <laughs> <laughs> so that being said everybody thank you so much for listening and we will see you all next week